This is the Vancouver Giants pregame show. Turnover, now a pass forward onside. Lysel scores! A post at one end and a goal at the other. Zach Ostopchuk sends the Giants home winners. Taking you up to puck drop on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. The final regular season test for the Vancouver Giants is upon us. And tonight, from the Sandman Center, the playoff fate for the Vancouver Giants will be decided. Will it be 6th, 7th, or 8th? The Vancouver Giants are in still in complete control of how that fate will ultimately be decided. It's taken 68 games to get here. Well, 67 to this point, one final test with the division champs, the Kamloops Blazers, awaits us. My name is Dan O'Connor, voice of the Vancouver Giants, and welcome to the pregame show here on Sportsnet 650. Bill Wilms riding shotgun here in Kamloops. Nice to share a road broadcast booth with Bill again. It feels like it's been a while. Uh, Justin Morissette doing the heavy lifting back in Vancouver, doing the uh, the great work that he always does, contributing to this broadcast. Looking forward to bringing you a full hour of pregame coverage prior to puck drop this evening. Still to come in the pregame show, we're going to hear from Vancouver Giants head coach Michael Dick. We are going to walk you through the playoff scenario facing the Vancouver Giants. We're going to tie a bow on last night's dramatic home finale, a 3-2 overtime loss for the Giants against the Kelowna Rockets. But before we do any of that, we welcome an individual uh, that has long been the voice now for the Kamloops Blazers. By my math, this is season 12 uh, behind the mic for John Keane, play-by-play voice of the Kamloops Blazers for Radio NL, uh, a fixture on these airwaves over the course of the season as a many-time guest of my radio show. Uh, but, John, we appreciate you joining us today to sort of set the table for us a little bit about tonight's game, a little bit about the playoffs, and to try and encompass what this season has meant for the Kamloops Blazers and really the past three when you talk about back-to-back-to-back BC division crowns in a very challenging, interesting, topsy-turvy winding road. But nice to share the booth with you today as well, pal. Welcome here. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Bill, great to always be beside you guys here once again. Your game 68, we made it. Uh, it's been a long year, so uh, happy to uh, you know put a, put an end to this and, and get forward for uh, look forward to playoffs. So the playoffs. We know that the Kamloops Blazers in round number one have the second seed. The game tonight with some massive implications for them. A win for the Blazers and you get the second seed in round two as well. When it comes to reseeding, it is significant. Uh, I'm sure the coaching staff, I'm sure the players broadcasters, fans, happy that Game 68 means something for the Kamloops Blazers. A fairly full lineup dressed tonight. Uh, Dylan Garand will play. Logan Stankoven will play. Um, a meaningful game to round out the stretch may be a good thing when you factor in the, uh, the reality that Friday night next weekend you're here hosting Game 1 of something. Yeah, I mean, that's that's great, guys. But, I mean, uh, you look at the lineup tonight, and the Blazers would have uh, rather preferred to be sitting Dylan Garand and sitting Logan Stankoven, but uh, no backup goaltender tonight with uh, Dylan Ernst, six, so 15-year-old call-up is backing up. And uh, with a couple of veteran 20-year-olds like Luke Toporowski and Dalen Kiefler out with injury, Blazers have dressed everybody that's available to them, which is 11 forwards here. And that's kind of scary with playoffs six days away, uh, but it's not like they're trying to take their foot off their gas at all here with five regulars 
out. They'll play who they have available tonight. John, I want to talk briefly about the playoffs that weren't. Uh, two years ago, the aborted season, uh, Kamloops, the best team, and in, in, in certainly it looked like in the West Western Conference. Last year, no playoffs with only, what, 24 games. Um, how strong was the feeling, or what was the feeling around this team, the, the community, but especially the you guys that are close to the action, as to, you know, maybe what was left on the table that didn't get accomplished? Yeah, you know, that, that I think was the team. It was an older group. It, it was uh, veteran-laden. Uh, they could play any way you want to play. And I think it's tough to these days. I think maybe Seattle could say that this year. Uh, you saw that this week here. But that team, I think, had it all. And it's what it could have, should have. I mean, they won all they could have won. And, and maybe they would have faltered in the first round of the playoffs. But you remember that season well because the Giants were right there. Victoria had a veteran-strong club with nine 19-year-olds. Kelowna was hosting the Memorial Cup that year. So they had loaded up, and that first round was going to be a doozy. Uh, Blazers and Rockets, Giants and Victoria, and whoever would have emerged out of the BC division uh, would have rightfully been so because uh, that was a loaded, talentful BC division and Western Conference that year. Well, okay, and even this year, this year, this team this year, you got 15 back from last year. How important are those guys, not only to the season you guys have had, but moving into the playoffs? Yeah, so there's actually been uh, nine guys that have been part of three straight division titles. Really? If you want to call the, the hub season a division title, it was what it was, an, an exhibition, sort of a 22-game set. Uh, and Sean Clouston has been here for those three years, too. That's no coincidence. Uh, he's done a great job uh, with this group. Um, he can be a guy that demands a lot for sure, uh, but it's been a talented group that's almost had two cycles. You know, they had the cycle with, you know, with uh, the Sintazos and the Franklins and the Yanubuchis, and now the next wave up is is uh, Stankoven, Semenov, uh, Bankier, Barros, and that crew. So they've done a really good job of sort of, you know, you know, putting the two together, welding them together, and trying to ride this out a little bit longer. Finish this sentence for me, John, please. The Kamloops Blazers have cruised to a BC Division title this year because. Because I think they've just been the most consistent team. They haven't really had uh, a dip in the action. You look at some of the long winning streaks they've put together. They've won the nine straight twice. Uh, they get into a funk. They get out of it pretty quick. They got into a semi-funk at World Juniors when Dylan Garan was away, when Logan Stankoven was away, when Marco Staka was away. Uh, but, but they found a way to get things back on the rails quicker than, let's say, other teams in this division. And they've been phenomenal within the BC division. 37-12-1 against BC Division opponents, and that's probably the reason why. John, I tried to make some notes as to what maybe some of the keys to what Dan and you guys are just talking about might have been to this season. Uh, Logan Stankoven, uh, you know, I mean, he had a terrific 16-year-old season when he had 48 points in the 29 goals. He exploded in 18, uh, 102 points, only one of three guys that with 100-plus points. Uh, I want you to comment on him, and obviously a key factor and Dan and I both have talked about the fact that Dalen Kiefler, uh, you know, he's a massive explosion year this year. Uh, four goals as a 17-year-old, 38 goals this year as a 19-year-old. And then the last thing, the trade with Toporowski. Uh, it's been a massive acquisition. Stan Colvin, uh, Kiefler, and you said he isn't playing tonight. 
uh, and Toporowski. Yeah, actually, I've heard you guys talking about those three on the broadcast. Your broadcast the other night as well. Uh, Logan Stankoven, what more can you say about him? You know, the Kamloops kid, uh, he's played some really good games against the Giants in Vancouver. Uh, I know you're always aware of that one-timer in the power play. I think you sniff that out quicker than most teams do. Uh, but, but he is uh, a huge aspect of the team not only because you mentioned the points 102 but he's homegrown talent i mean he's been wearing a blazer jersey since he's been seven years old and to put it on at the major junior level i think he's probably the player of the year candidate that comes out of the west could be a connor bedard sort of setup maybe in the eastern conference that he'd have to go against and that would be tough but we've talked a lot about logan stankoven and he speaks for himself as well uh dalen keefler uh and i know you guys are talking about it being a 10th round bantam selection yeah. and this is the work really of shane doan uh who uh, his son, uh, Josh Stone, was on the same Junior Coyotes team as uh, as Dalen Kiefler. And it's a bit of a connection. There's an Alberta connection there with the Doan family and uh, Stetler, Alberta, where, where the Kieflers are from. They went down there and played a season, uh, and they got to be friends. And the Blazers really didn't know a heck of a lot about Dalen Kiefler. But when one of the co-owners calls up the draft table and says, maybe you should look at this Dalen Kiefler, uh, he could be a guy that could maybe grow into something. It's a 10th-round pick. Blazers know the, the risk-reward on that so they took Dalen Kiefler on a bit of a flyer uh, and you mentioned his goal totals four to four to 38 and it'll be 38 tonight hoping he was going to get to 40 but of course he he left the game last night with an injury so he won't play here uh, tonight uh, but but you're you're right you really hit the nail on the head of how important he has been he's just been a net front guy in his office banging home loose pucks and the other one has been Luke Toporowski and again uh, he'll miss his 11th straight game uh, but he's good to go around one of the playoffs uh, 20 goals in 22 games since being acquired instant chemistry with Logan Stankoven and the biggest thing about Toporowski he brings a little bit of sandpaper a little bit of jam a little bit of you know uh, cheekiness maybe to the to the pitcher here and uh, almost a little old school that way you don't see that very much all the players know each other and are friends off the ice and here let's get another great pitcher and warm up together you know but Luke Toporowski sort of a throwback that way uh, and he really compliments uh, what this team needed and and real quick Dan if I just jump in to tag what you're what you're just saying, what I would call a great trade. Uh, Toporowski comes here, helps you guys battle for first. McCary, Nick McCary goes to Spokane, helps him battle for eighth. I mean, and and key parts in both of those teams. Yeah, and Nick McCary's, I think, playing the best hockey of his life. I know he scored uh, big goals here and then had the double-double with you guys and, and scored some big goals there too, so he's been on fire. Blazers did give up a second-round pick in 2025, you know, maybe giving them some time to recoup that pick down the road. Knowing full well, John, that your first-round opponent could still be one of four teams, uh, Victoria, Spokane, Prince George, or Vancouver. Start with those other three teams for me. What intrigues you about them? What, what sort of have you sort of circled in the side of your mind about what a series would look like against those three teams? And then we'll bookend it with some, some more direct thoughts on the Vancouver Giants. Yeah, I've really given a lot of thought about this because you start thinking, okay, who do you match up well with? The Blazers have been sort of in the number two for a while now uh, after clinching the BC Division title. So let's start with the Victoria Royals right now. Uh, Victoria is a team the Blazers have beaten get this 21 straight times going back to 2019 20 uh which is nice to have but that they haven't been easy there's been overtime wins and shootout wins and, and all this craziness uh, but they still scare me they do enough little funky things you know the way they they send their forwards for long passes and Taryn Pfizer and Bailey Peach are just that dangerous and Tyler Palmer's just that good that they almost give me a bit of a scare in the first round throw out 21 straight wins because uh, that's a team that when they're healthy 
I think they can give a top team fits. And I know they played the Giants really tough this year. Uh, so for me, that really is a series. But I just think the Blazers are destined to play Victoria because it all roads in the playoffs lately in the last decade have gone through Victoria. Uh, so I would expect uh, that to see. Uh, Spokane intrigues me because, you know, going into last night's loss, they had one four of five. They're the team that's winning their way in, and you yeah. have to be – wary of a team that's winning their way in and they have some veterans and they got some renewed sort of confidence with ryan smith as the interim coach uh they can have strong goaltending mason bullpit i know you saw that last week and so there as well like that's not an easy out either uh prince george is still young still growing uh and they're trying to scrape their way in right now uh that would be a matchup i think the blazers uh, would favor but again uh at this time of year you know they came in here and uh, played pretty inspired and won four to two last night on an empty netter so that's that's a team as well. You start thinking, okay, could they give you a little bit of a fit in the first round? And definitely they could. This is the Western Hockey League, so we'll see how it plays out. You know, and tag that, Victoria in their last 10, I always look and see what's happening, what kind of streaks are they on. Six and four, Spokane, four and six, Prince George, four, four and two. Yeah. Uh, interesting, you know, when, when, when teams are winning going into their last 10 games more than they're losing, that seeds you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Yeah, yeah you got to you got to be prepared. Yeah, big time. I to this day believe that in 2019-20 it would have been a Vancouver Kamloops second round playoff series, and it would have been a classic. Uh, when you think about Franklin Santazo Zeri going up against Bowen Byram, uh, David Tendick versus Dylan Garand, the goaltending matchup. And on and on and on. I think we were going to get there. I will maintain it. Um, it could extremely realistically work out that way this year, John, where it's Kamloops and Vancouver in round one of the playoffs. The season series has drastically favored the Kamloops Blazers, and yet there have been some extremely lopsided games and some very intriguing close games, one of which was most recently in this building on February the 19th. What scares you about the Giants? And what have been some of the keys to the Kamloops Blazers' success against the Giants? Well, the Giants is probably the team I don't want to see next Friday night, uh, to be honest with you, because uh, it's a team I think that we'll all agree is probably underachieved this year, but would get second life in a playoff series. Throw out whatever happened in the regular season, leave all your troubles at home, because you have a chance to wipe the slate clean, line up and play a seven-game series uh, against a team that on the Giants' side, you know they have some talented players. You know they have skill. Fabian Lysel leads the Giants in the season series. Zach Ostopchuk's had five goals against the Blazers. He's playing really good right now as well. Uh, and if you ever get Jesper Weichmann back, we know that he's had a great season series against the Blazers. Uh, 48 saves, I think, in your rink uh, one night in a 3-1 win. Uh, so that that does put a bit of a, okay, I thought we were done with the Giants sort of mentality, but maybe we're not done with the mm -hmm. Giants because, you know, some people were picking these teams to, you know, slug it out uh, through the division in the regular season. Season. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I I like you guys, but I, I don't want to see you next weekend, if that's okay with you. Yeah, no, well said. Uh, definitely underachieving. Uh, Steve Ewan said it best the other night when he, we had him on our postgame show. You just don't know what to expect. Uh, they lose 10 nothing. oh, well. They win 10 nothing. oh, well. You, you just honestly don't know. John, I've seen this team all year, and I'm not 100% sure what their identity is. When they have played, 
to an identity that suits them, suits the style of play, suits the coaching. They're tough. When they go on the ice and don't have an identity, you just don't know, are they a skating team? Are they a power play team? Are they a physical team? Then they can be absolutely too easy to, to play against. So I, I like your point, and we know that. You and I have been around a long time, Dan, as well. You're going to the playoffs. It is a new season. My final question to you before we let you go back to your broadcast to get ready, John, is this. Everett, Portland, Seattle. Power, power rank them for me. Who scares you the most? One, two, three, as far as the road potentially out of the Western Wow, Conference. wow. Three really good teams. Uh, but again, you know, looking, I, I watch a lot of those games out West and, and keep tabs on things, as we all do as broadcasters. I mean, this is our livelihood, but uh, Portland for me is number one. And if you look at the way they've played since December 17th, I think they're somewhere 38-4-1 yeah. yeah. since December 18th. And that could be a round two matchup if the Blazers advance. Uh, that scares the heck out of me. That's a really good hockey team over there put Seattle in the number two bracket for me I just think that they are peaking they're getting healthy as we mentioned they can play any way you want to play they got some big guys some heavy players they got some skill when they added Lucas Vekovsky to really uh, complement a group uh, and I think Thomas Millich is probably an underrated goaltender uh, Everett for me seems to be trending the wrong way you know they lose Ronan Seeley they lose uh, you know Zellweger. Johnny Lazellweger and, yeah. and Lambos with a suspension from last night's game so uh, you know, I, I hate to put Everett three when they are the number one seed, but just from my personal standpoint, I've seen the playoff battles with, with Portland. The uh, Blazers had epic battles in 2012 and 2013. An anniversary Yes, an today. anniversary, yeah. yeah. This is uh, 10 years tonight on the epic uh, game six in this building uh, where you just had to be here for that one. That was a crazy night. So uh, I'm going to rank it Portland one, Seattle two, Everett three. All right, last question for me, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> Crystal I mean, ball we, here. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about upsets, and we've seen them happen. I mean, Steve again, Steve Ewan said, unless somebody makes 70 saves a night, no chance of an upset. Uh, not, not even thinkable, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to. Nothing's impossible, right? Uh, and, and that's the thing for me. And, and, but you can you win know, a game. You, you can. Yeah, you you can. might win two. But, but look, you, can beat, you, you win beat four. Portland three or four times, right? The Giants uh, beat Portland know, three or four, right? I know. And you know, series, you know, one is the hump series. You can get yeah, over that. You yeah. can get going. And One injury, though, for some of these yeah, teams, and it can yeah. all be derailed. You know, it can all be derailed. And you just never know. You're right. I mean, the, the odds would be huge underdogs for those those six, seven, eight teams. But, uh, but. Stranger things have happened. And right? Kelowna, Seattle, real quick, and oh, be a winner. Wow. I mean, I, do, I just wish that I could uh, watch that whole series live. Uh, we, I think our last be... two opponents, by the way. Yeah, that's right. And so you, you get a sense of what is coming, uh, even though maybe, you know, Kelowna has been sort of cruising here a little bit lately. Uh, heavy physical series, battle. You know, Kelowna likes to play in your face, but if you try to do that with Seattle, they'll yeah. shove it down your throat. Exactly. I mean, they're, not gonna, they're just not going to buy that stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you stand up to Kelowna, I think they start to a little bit, they, they start to shrink a little bit. So I think that's where we're going to see but i still think it's gonna be a great series spoken like a true kamloops resident uh <laughs> throwing shade at Kelowna whenever possible um john I, I do mean this sincerely um you've had a remarkable run with the kamloops blazers and the best potentially still yet to come um enjoy the playoffs enjoy the run maybe see you on friday yes we shall see but appreciate your time thanks for doing this and have a great call tonight yeah thanks guys and dan and, and bill always nice to settle up with you we haven't had the headset on for a while from the shaw tv days when we did some games together so uh, always great to be back on the airways with you again yeah well. thanks again he is john Keane. he is the voice of the kamloops blazers our guest here in the pregame show we will take a break when we come back we will go back to last night bill and i will tie a bow on a dramatic 
home conclusion to the regular season for the Vancouver Giants. And we'll get you closer to puck drop. We'll hear from the head coach and plenty more still to come as well. From the Sandman Center here in Kamloops, it's the Vancouver Giants and the Kamloops Blazers. And it's just around the corner on Sportsnet 650. More of the Vancouver Giants pregame show with Dan O'Connor on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey on the home of the Giants, Sportsnet 650. Dan O'Connor, Bill Wilms bringing you the pregame show and the march towards puck drop here in Kamloops. And a great game deserves a great meal. And if you're into great taste, you are a Spotitarian. Whether you're a vegetarian, flexitarian, meatitarian, cold beer and handitarian, or even just a hat trickitarian, at White Spot, everyone is welcome. Open daily for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. We'll see you soon at White Spot. And as the Kamloops Blazers make their way out onto the ice, the two 20-year-olds getting a, a lap themselves. Victor Pershon and Quinn Schmeeman doing a lap together before the rest of the team comes out to join them. Uh, Bill, last night, the home finale for the Vancouver Giants, a 3-2 overtime loss at the hands of the Kelowna Rockets. Um, not all losses are created equal. Uh, Wednesday, I would argue, other than a first period fight from Zach Ostopchuk uh, against Matt Rempe, very little to feel good and positive about Wednesday after falling to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Michael Dick challenging the team. I think we talked a lot about the, the in the pregame last night, you, Greg, and I, about how gone is the, the coach having to walk into a room and give some inspirational speech to try and get this Giants team motivated for this weekend. It's all about self. How bad do you want to be playing in the playoffs? How badly do you want to represent the crest on the front of your jersey, the name on the back, your family, your WHL career? Uh, it was a good response last night for the Vancouver Giants against the Kelowna Rockets. They didn't win the game. They lost in overtime, but that single point proves to be very important for this Giants team that has really all but clinched a playoff spot because of it. What do you take away now, one sleep removed from the home game? Well, I, it was obviously an exciting contest. Uh, it had fans on the edge of their seats, no, no doubt. Anytime a game goes to overtime and you get the skill level that these uh, two teams last night had with Kelowna and, and Vancouver. But it ultimately came down from a giant standpoint to, uh, you know, two, two skill guys, your, your two best players for all intents and purposes of stop checking and Lysel taking the bull by the horns, and they came so close to uh, to winning that. I, I thought Fabian had such a tremendous opportunity in overtime, and then you knew that if Kelowna could get an opportunity at the other end and get you know that puck into the hands of Crystal and Doc uh, around the net, three on three, that that could spell danger, and it did. And it, it was ultimately the difference in the hockey game. I would like to see more offense from more guys that have been a little bit quiet. Um, I we expected this, you know. I, 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 I would have said that going into the game. You and I would have said, you know, we're, we're going to get. We know what we're going to get from Lysel, right? You, you know, you, you know when he, he. I can tell you the first shift he has a puck tonight. What he's going to do? Uh, we know how well and consistent Zach plays. 
Uh, there's got to be more guys be able to step up, I think. The other thing that was ultimately very important was that a backup goalie to Vikman was the backup goalie starting yesterday. Uh, it wasn't a search for a goaltender. It wasn't, you know, do we put the 15-year-old in? Sure, he got the win in Kelowna. Do we put, uh, you know, Connor Martin in? Is this guy got possibilities coming from a great AJHL uh, series loss, albeit? We went back to Gursky, and Gursky did what he had to do last night. He was, you know, that that, that was a, a first-star performance. When you make 40 saves on 43 shots, that's 9-3-0. That position was solidified for me last night. And I think as long as Vikman is hurt and as long as he's unable to play, that guy, Will Gursky, has to be the goaltender. Now, I'm I'm talking from myself now. I'm not talking about from the coaching staff. He made that point yesterday very, very clearly. So um, some interesting lineup changes that you'll talk about in a little bit speaks to the very thing I think I'm saying. Let's get a little bit more offense from a few more guys and uh, can I spill the beans? Let's do. I was going to say, so one really intriguing lineup adjustment tonight for the Vancouver Giants, Bill. Alex Cotton, former WHL scoring leader from the back end as a defenseman, is playing forward tonight. This is a, uh, a brand new development, one that was sort of orchestrated has been sort of bantered about from various staff members of the Vancouver Giants, and it got to a point last night and this morning when Michael Dick and Alex Cotton had a conversation before boarding the bus, and it was sort of one of those things where it was like, hey, Alex, what do you think? And Alex Cotton's response was, hey, why not? Anything to help this team. And so, Alex Cotton playing forward in a hockey game tonight, Bill, for the first time since he was about 12 years old. He will be on the right wing tonight with Ty Thorpe and Justin Lees on the left side. We've seen it time and time again in hockey where Brent Burns would start as a forward and then becomes a defenseman. Dustin Bufflin plays forward for the Chicago Blackhawks and wins a Stanley Cup in the year 2010. This is not unprecedented. It is intriguing, to say the least. Who knows if it will last one period, one game, one week, one playoff run. You never quite know, but certainly something to keep a watchful eye on tonight. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right to the point I'm making. You know, you, you got to get more offense from guys. And, you know, Alex Cotton, uh, you know, let's be honest, he spends an awful lot of time deep in the offensive zone anyway. Uh, you know, he's very familiar with that position. He doesn't have to worry uh, too much about, uh, you know, learning how to play forward and where to go to get the puck and, you know, where to get, you know, who to pass it to. He does that instinctively. Uh, it might be a real good move. Um, I remember Vancouver had a player, you know, a defenseman, Brendan Manel. Yes. Um, they even put a, a forward number on him. And, and the reason for that is that when scouts came into the building and you see a number two or a number three playing left wing, you know right away this is a, four, a defenseman and I can't make it back there, so they're putting him up front. But uh, he did go back to defense, uh, but there was a period of time he became a very valuable forward. 
Uh, I think he's still playing defense in the National Hockey League with Minnesota, if I'm not, or a Minnesota team. Pro hockey with Minnesota, with Toronto. He's sort of bounced around the NHL and the American League a little bit as Brennan Manel. But uh, just a, an example, a recent example from the Vancouver Giants of that very thing happening. But, Bill, the other opportunity here with this is it allows you to sort of spread things out of your lineup a little bit. Justin Lees has not scored a goal in 19 games. That has to change. Uh, and, and, I mean, he's a guy, especially come playoff time, when the games get a little more physical, Justin Lees is absolutely a guy that you look to. And Ty Thorpe is pretty good at hunting down pucks. He's good at distributing the puck. He's good at skating with it. And the other thing, Bill, Alex Cotton may be, may be the best or the second best giant behind Fabian Lysel about finding the soft spot in coverage. And this time, you don't have to pinch from the blue line to find a soft spot. You're gonna be down there anyway. I don't know, call it a hunch, but I've got a decent feeling about Alex Cotton and the transition to forward for tonight going fairly smooth and fairly effortlessly. Well, if you look at the stats right now with Fabian Lysel, Ty Thorpe, Zach Ustopchuk, and Alex Cotton, you've got, you know, some you know, 22 goals, 16, 25, and 15. Alex Cotton, 15 goals from the back end. Uh, he has the ability to put the puck in the net. We know that. And he's got that sneaky release. If that release works, if, if, if Alex Cotton's ability to shoot the puck uh, the way he does without the big windup in and around the net, that, he could be deadly. It, it could be a, a real move. Uh, yeah, I like the way you said it. It could be a period. It could be a game. It, it could be a series. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends his Western Hockey League career in that position. Well, and, and again, something for the Detroit Red Wings to yeah, keep an eye on exactly. as well, just uh, as they have to make a decision by the 1st of June about signing him to an NHL contract. I don't think it's any secret that he struggles with mobility skating as a defenseman in his own end, defensive coverage. Okay, he's, uh, he's, he's a good passer. I, I think that's probably the only knock on him defensively. I mean, he's got skill, you know, whether he plays defense or whether he plays forward. He's got tremendous buck skills. Just wonderful. Uh, I hope that works. That's a, that, that, it makes, hey, it makes this game worthwhile uh, watching and listening to if you're back home. Bill, we, we are not going to go into all of the nitty-gritty. Uh, in the second intermission tonight, when we have a bit of a better understanding of what's happening in Kelowna with the Prince George Cougars and what's happening in Victoria with the Spokane-Victoria matchup, we will will allow ourselves to go a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole in the second intermission when we have a fainter clue as to how this whole thing might end up. But simply put tonight, for the Vancouver Giants, as far as the playoffs, they're in. Um, the, 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 the fact and the reality of them playing in the play-in game is it's not impossible, Bill, but it's as close to impossible as you could possibly get to uh, when you factor in goal differential and what would need to happen and all of that. Um, it's simple, though, for the Giants. Any win, any semblance of a victory tonight in Kamloops, in this building, it doesn't matter what any other team does. A win for Vancouver and their sixth they start the playoffs next Friday night in Portland. A Giants loss in overtime or in regulation, and there are 13 other scenarios <laughs> at play. I kid you not. 13 other scenarios as far as combinations of wins, overtime losses, points from some teams, points from all teams. Uh, 
Hey, there were at least 13 ridiculous things happen in the Western Hockey League this year that, you know, uh, you could make a list. I, I did that with you one night on the telephone, you know, from a, a team having 17 straight losses, a, a losing streak of 17, the Victoria Royals. They're in the playoff hunt. Uh, you know, uh, canceled games, uh, rescheduled games. Highway flooding. 11 hours from Vancouver to Kelowna. Guy, play-by-play guys broadcasting from home. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's ridiculous that... Uh, you know, Vancouver, although it was interesting what John Keane said, you know, uh, with the Victoria Royals, how, you know, that team kind of scares him. Hey, they took nine out of 12 games from Vancouver. I mean, that would, how much would you have bet? You're not allowed to gamble in this league, I guess, but hey, I would have never thought that would happen. So the strangest things can happen. No, no doubt about that. So seeing how many, 16, per, 13 permutations? 14 altogether. Wow. But uh, the most obvious and the, the most easy one for our purposes, Bill, two points tonight for the Vancouver Give Giants. Give me the one scenario if you are able to. What is the one scenario, and I shouldn't even be asking this, but <laughs> you probably can't. But I've got one for you. Okay, well, how can Victoria miss the playoffs? Victoria could miss the playoffs. No, you don't. It's Vic, Vic, Victoria can miss the playoffs tonight with a Spokane Chiefs regulation victory. Okay. Because right now, if you look at where the standings are, the Prince George Cougars and the Vancouver Giants are tied with 53 points. The Victoria Royals have 52 points. The Chiefs have 51. Simply put, Spokane wins in Victoria today in regulation. The Royals do not go to the playoffs. And I bring that up because, like we discussed with, with John Keane, in their last 10 games, they're the, they're the most successful of those four teams battling for a playoff spot. They're 6-4. and four. And he mentioned Pfizer and Peach, obviously two key guys. And, you know, they've been hanging around. They think they should be in the playoffs because of, uh, well, I mean, you know, they, they, they can be a very tough out. Spokane surprises me a little bit. We'll get into this, I'm sure, later. Uh, they're 4 6 and 0 in their 10. Cougars are 4 4 and 2. Dare I say, the Vancouver Giants are 1 8 and 1 in their last 10 games and are in the playoffs. But that was a massive win in, in, in Kelowna. In fact, the last three games that they played, you know, especially the three against Kelowna, where they went 1-1-1 one, one, and one in that. That, that. that literally, I think, is the difference in making the playoffs. And back to last night, real quick. Yeah, it was a wonderful effort by that team, and I think the fans just loved what was happening on the ice. And how much, I mean, just to tie a bow around this conversation, how much would a team like the Vancouver Giants, how, would any of those four teams, Bill, the three that get in, the, the mentality of the reset, having the stat line at zero again, having the save percentage at zero again, having the goal column, the special teams, everything at zero again. Uh, sign me up at, for someone who buys into that psychology a little bit of the reset being something that, that is seen as sort of a positive and a bit of a weight lifted off the shoulders, perhaps. No doubt a tall task for any of the bottom three teams that get in, but I think the reset could be a very liberating thing. Absolutely, and, and as, as people will tell you, you know, a, a team that, that on any given night can beat you and on any given night can lose against you sometimes are the most dangerous of any teams. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to play... 
this highly skilled. This is a, a Vancouver Giant team that's got a they, they got skill. They got some players that can do some wonderful things with the puck. They got you know they they've got a very mobile defense. The question is, and you've said it, you've picked it up, Dan. I know what the times you mention it. Connection. Do they play as a connected unit of five on the ice? I haven't seen that a lot. I didn't even see that last night as much. When they play as a group, and Michael Dick says, you know, when you play for each other, that's what that means. That doesn't mean just to try to get a win for your guy. It's to play for each other on that 200-foot sheet of ice. Play for each other. I want to make your job easier. You are going to help me make my job easier. And when this team does it, Vancouver can be very, very good, very tough out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Giants head coach, Michael Dick. His takeaways again from last night and setting the stage for what tonight means for the Vancouver Giants and their push to the playoffs. Vancouver Giants, Kamloops Blazers, White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. You're listening to the Vancouver Giants pregame show on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Once again, here's Dan O'Connor. Coach, a spirited, emotional response from your team last night in your home regular season finale against the Kelowna Rockets. Still plenty of uncertainty heading into today, but soon we will know what the playoff fate is for the Vancouver Giants as far as an opponent is concerned. Before we even begin to try and fathom all of that, just tell me what impressed you last night, the takeaways from the home finale against the Rockets. Our goaltending, uh, first and foremost, I thought Will... Will uh, played really well. Um, I thought that uh, uh, our resilience after being down by one, uh, the way we, we fought back in the second period, and uh, you know, and, and again, uh, remained composed through the through the balance of the third period. And you know, we we, we didn't find a way to win in overtime, but uh, but uh, but all in all, it was a good response after uh, Wednesday night. You know, you spoke about, you know, getting a sense early of, of whether that message after Wednesday had kicked in with the group. I mean, how early could you tell yesterday that, okay, this is a different team uh, that, that I'm coaching tonight? Well, I, I think we could see it um, with certain lines, and we could see it certainly with our goaltending, and we could see it with some, with some of our defensemen. I think what we want to see more of tonight is, is, a, is, is more of a well-rounded uh, balanced attack and uh, an effort. Um, I thought we had some passengers up front and, and on the back end, and and then moving into the playoffs here, if that's where we're going, and and that's what it looks like it's going to be. Uh, we're going to need everybody, and so um, as as the game wore on, we started to get uh, we started to get more out of guys as as, as they got challenged. But uh, it would certainly be nice to see everybody uh, ready to roll tonight for our last regular season game. The pass from Mazden Leslie to Fabian for the one-one goal. I mean, this is we've we've spoken a lot about Mazden lately, coach, but um, more so I think because of his defensive play lately. But for him to make a play like that, um, a confidence booster for sure for a guy who doesn't lack any of it offensively. No, it was a, it was a great play. I mean, he we all know he has great offensive instincts and. Uh, and the play he made, um, and we needed to play like that. I mean, we were we were getting pucks on that, but uh, but we weren't we weren't generating a ton of momentum offensively, and and uh, and that was a great play. And, and obviously, um, you know, he uh, he he put it uh, he put it right right in the sweet spot, and Fabian finished, and, and it got us back to even. 
The fact that the Kamloops Blazers tonight have no shortage of purpose to their own uh, playoff fate as far as seeding, as far as going into the playoffs the right way. Is that a good thing for the Vancouver Giants, knowing that you're going in there and, and, and it, it is going to be, you know, first-round playoff potential series, motivated Kamloops team, nobody going to be taking the night off kind of thing? I think, yeah, on a couple of different fronts. I, I think, number one, this is a team we could very well see in the playoffs, and, and we've seen this team... Um, you know, with with its best lineup and best goaltending, and and uh, and beaten them, and and played very well. Certainly in the last the last uh, six to eight weeks against this team, and so uh, it's not going to be any different tonight. We know we know what to expect, we know what to see, and and I think I think it's definitely good for us to to get that uh, going into the playoffs as opposed to, you know, a team that's resting a whole bunch of bodies. And, uh, you know, you you maybe look at it a little bit differently. I don't think, you know, we're in any kind of position to look at any games as being easy. But but I think playing against their best tonight and going to see their best uh, should bring out the best on us. Keys to your team for success tonight? Well, always against Kamloops going into that building, our, our start. I mean, they... They're a team that, uh, you know, blood in the water, they'll attack and, and they'll build on that momentum. So um, discipline, we, we've got to be much more disciplined than we were last night. We can't take five five uh, penalties and give their power play five opportunities to generate momentum. And, you know, puck management, they're, they're a team that uh, when you make a, a mistake, uh, there's five guys coming back the other way. So, so we don't want to activate their transition game. We want to... We want to play a solid road game, and, and that's going to start with a good forecheck. Head coach Michael Dick sharing some of his pregame thoughts as we get closer to puck drop here on Sportsnet 650. Bill, takeaways from Michael Dick. You talked about composure in the third period. Loved it. I agree. The team looked composed in the third period. It wasn't getting away from them. And the other thing, uh, he talked about pucks getting pucks on net, generating momentum. You sometimes don't realize how getting those pucks on the net, you do get momentum. The lines that follow that line that had the shot on the net, they just kind of start rolling. You start playing in sync. You play in rhythm, and uh, it's momentum. We'll take another quick break. We'll come back. We'll get you your starters, your scratches, your lineup news and notes. Vancouver Giants, Kamloops Blazers, about 10 minutes away from the anthem. This is White Spot Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. More of the Vancouver Giants pregame show with Dan O'Connor on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to Kamloops. The lights are dimmed. The players will be making their way out onto the playing surface in a matter of moments. Let's get to the scratches for tonight's game. First for the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, Dylan Ernst out with illness. Other scratches include Logan Barrows, Luke Toporowski, Dalen Kiefler, Marco Staka, and Ethan Rowland for Kamloops. Giants without Matthew Hutchison, Jesper Weichmann, Ty Haliberta, Cole Shepard, Caden Cole, Colton Lang, Jacob Boucher, Brendan Pentecost, and Justin Ivan Nusik. Kamloops on defense tonight, starting with Ethan Brandwood and Quinn Schmeeman, Drew Englock, Caden Bankier, and the leading scorer in the Western Conference, Logan Stankoven, will start up front for Kamloops. At the other side for the Giants, they're going with Evan Toth and Mazden Leslie on the back end, Zacho Stopchuk, Fabian Lysel, and Adam Hall up front. 
for Vancouver. And we get to the starting goaltenders, a presentation of mutual fire insurance for the Kamloops Blazers. Their starter is Dylan Garand, 33-9-1-0 with a 2-1-7 goals against, four shutouts and a 9-2-4 save percentage. And at the other side for the Giants, it is Will Gursky. 5, 15, 3 0 is Gursky this season. A 3 8, 3 goals against average, an 8 8 1 save percentage, but a first star performance last night against the Kelowna Rockets. Will Gursky, the starting goaltender for the Giants, a presentation of mutual fire insurance, protecting the net just like Gursky. Mutual fire insurance has you covered. Very quickly, keys to the game, Bill, a presentation of Chevrolet for the Vancouver Giants. Um, they need depth. They need contributions from elsewhere in their lineup offensively. We talked a couple segments ago about Alex Cotton playing up front. Who knows how long it'll last, but it, it we both agree the, the possibility has some staying power. Him on the right wing with Ty Thorpe and Justin Lee. Yeah, that's going to be a key line, obviously, because we know what you're going to get out of Stopchuk, Hall, and Lysel. But, you know, it's still, I mean, you hate to say it, constantly over and over again. But, you know, the Kamloops Blazers outshot Prince George last night 45-30. Prince George won 4-2. The number one star of the game. Without doubt was Ty Young, the goaltender for the Prince George Cougars. Faced 45 shots, made 43 saves. The end result, it was a 4-2 Cougar win. I don't care. you, you got too good a team here. They've proven themselves uh, over and over and over again with their high-scoring group of forwards. Again, my key is you're going to have to get a really good goaltending performance. Uh, unfortunately, that's the position. You know, you win... And we expect you to win again. You have to be that consistent. But, Dan, you also have to be able to shake off bad performances. And I thought that's one thing Gursky did very, very well. Uh, he shook off that last game that he played prior to that. I believe it was against Portland. So uh, goaltending is, is still going to be key to win in this building. Special teams a factor as well. Michael Dick stating the importance of discipline. The Kamloops Blazers in 11 games against the Giants have had 56 power plays. The Giants have had 36 in that same fraction of games against Kamloops. 56 to 36. 20 more power plays for the Kamloops Blazers in the season series. That cannot be that drastic a disparity or uh, here tonight. Yeah, and, and the difference is 11 goals. Uh, the 50 power play opportunities for Kamloops, they've scored 15 times. Vancouver, the 36 you talked about, they've only scored four times. So, I mean, we, you know what? We saw that the first game these two teams played this season in this building. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no secret. There, there's no scouting to find out what kind of team the Blazers are. And, and it's interesting. We saw it with uh, Seattle. We saw it with uh, Kelowna. And I'm sure we're going to see it here with the Kamloops Blazers. Teams that already got playoff spots, well, they got playoff spots locked up. But even, you know, as they finish out the year uh, playing some of their best hockey. We'll take a break. We're coming back. The anthems, the puck drop are next. White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650.
This is Vancouver Giants Hockey. Now pass for Lysel, who's by the D. Fabian Lysel scores! It's time to drop the puck on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. He's going to avoid a check. Shepard, side of the net, tried to slide it into Stokchuk! Scores! Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. We've made it to Game 68. The regular season finale for the Vancouver Giants is upon us. And tonight, it's the Giants in red versus the Blazers in white. By the end of the night, we will know exactly who the Giants will be facing in round one of the playoffs. And a shot from Ostopchuk right off the opening draw. Save made by Dylan Garan. Blazers up the left wing, Caden Bankier to the right wing for Stankoven. Made a move, Evan Toth. Little bit lucky, but he made a nice defensive play to thwart the rush of Stankoven. Mazden Leslie hammers one in around the boards to the left wing, Justin Lees. Behind the goal, ground by the Blazers, Schmeeman to the left wing for Stankoven. Long feed up the right wing, chipped deep by Bankier. Gursky leaves the net, plays it behind him for Connor Horning. Horning, he'll flip it out to center. Alex Cotton out there right now for his first shift as a forward. Lees plays to the right wing. Alex Cotton, first guy there, going to bump his man along the wing. Freed by Fraser Minton, rink wide, and now up the side boards, out to center, Gursky the save, rebound, Minton, a chance, and Gursky dove to his right and made a save with the pad. And now a steal the other way, Ty Thorpe. He'll carry down the right wing, and a shot through, snagged by Garand. The rebound control from Gursky, Bill, a little nerve-wracking, but he slid to his right and made a wonderful second save. And you know what? Something positive comes out of that. You know what? He didn't handle that puck all that cleanly, but he's a six-foot-three big goaltender, and he makes a very good move to get back over and get, oh, I thought he might have even got over further than that. He still left some of the short side exposed, but he still got his stick there to make the save. Face-off control by Kamloops. Left wing side, Colby Verbicki. Left wing for Sador. Dylan Sador, or Fabrice Belton, rather. He'll center it for Sador. Too far for him. Kept in along the right wing boards. Tom Cadu behind the net for Palmieri. Right wing, Bocek doesn't clear it. Verbicki bump behind the net, and now Jaden Lipinski is going to go for a skate. Left wing, a feed ahead for Mount. Mount for Palmieri. Palmieri can't get it deep. Now a change, and Sador with a bit of daylight down the left wing. Sador, a shot. Nice save by Gursky. Took that one up high. Controlled the rebound far better that time. Whistle blows. Yeah, the problem is you see Vancouver turn the puck over at the Kamloops blue line, and how quickly the Blazers transition the other way. You know, when, when they transition that quick, you know that the worst they're going to do is get a shot on goal. The best they can do is on that transition is make a good play. Gursky with the save. Face-off win for Kamloops. Lindgren along the left wing wall. Lindgren centers to the slot on a shot one time. Save made by Gursky. Skating the puck forward is Thorpe up the left wing. He'll cross the line. A drop pass for Cull. Couldn't get a shot through. It's turned over. And now back comes McPherson Ridgewell for Kamloops. He'll take a bump along the wall. And Thorpe tries to free it. Giants get possession back. And a pass forward. Chipped ahead. Thorpe right wing. Going to send it to the far corner. Ethan Semenuk in after it. Cleared high off the glass. And down the ice. Evan Toth back to fetch it. Referee says no icing on the play. 
Evan Toth trying to settle a rolling puck. He'll skate it forward in front of his net. Dangerous feed to Lysel. Now stolen. Stan Coven and Lysel, the two 11s. Lysel comes away with it. And now a pass to center, and he's got speed. Onside, Lysel trying to make a move. Schmeeman defended him well. Back to the left wing point we go. Connor Horning kept in on a backhand. Behind the net it goes. Lysel, he's going to grab it. Behind the goal for Hall. Hall actually in front of the net. Feed from Ostopchuk. Back to the point for Horning. A shot right on. And Garan, the save. Good thing he held on as there were two Giants in front of him waiting for a rebound that never came. You know, I, I think that uh, it's a terrific combo with Lysel, Ostopchuk, and Hall. And I, I'm going to tell you why. Obviously, with Lysel, you've got that great speed. With Ostopchuk, you've got wonderful size. And with Hall, you've got... You know, pretty good finish. Uh, you know, again, he's a he's a rugged guy. It's a rugged line. They can play heavy. They can score. Face-off win for Kamloops in the defensive zone. And now forward, a clear to center, knocked down by the Giants. And Mazden Leslie will have to back up into his own zone. Semenoff nearly stole it. Lees on a backhand for Cotton. Cotton along the left wing side. Can't find it. Fraser Minton behind the goal. And behind the net, it's Kamloops. Minton from the circle. Good stick check there by Connor Horning deflecting that puck out of play. You know, I liked, you know, Roberts' first shift. Uh, you know, Colton Roberts playing his fifth game. I don't know if you recall, but it looked like there was a, a turnover in the neutral ice area, or at least at the Kamloops blue line. They were coming up the ice, and I thought, uh-oh, this puck's going to get deep. We're in trouble. Uh, Roberts stepped up. Close the gap. Really good. Knock the puck off the Blazers' stick. Colton Robertsville is not afraid of the moment. We saw it in Prince George. We've seen it in the games he's played. And a remarkably bright future, I think, for Colton Roberts as he is not going to back down from moving the puck. He got his first WHL point this season in Prince George. And I expect him to play a fairly regular shift here this evening. Boy, what a future moving forward for next year. My goodness. Right wing side. Giants get the puck off the wall to the right wing. Lysel ahead for Ostomchuk. Chip in deep. Hard after it is Adam Hall. In the corner with Brandwood. Behind the goal, Schmeeman and Ostomchuk. Schmeeman just so good with that stick. He'll free it. He'll skate it. Schmeeman, right wing. And a pass to the wall blocked by Cadu. And now Lysel back the other direction. One on two. Fabian Lysel to the right. He's going to stop. He's going to pin. And he'll make a move now to the outside. Lysel drops for Tom Cadu. He'll fire through. And Garan made a tough, a tough save on that shot through traffic. Schmeeman to the wall for Bankier. Pass gets there. Two on one. Bankier. Stankoven swing and a miss. And you don't see that very often. Shot from the point. Arm save. That was probably Pater if Stankoven gets a piece of that puck. Back to the point. Controlled by Michael. Low shot, pad save. Gursky through a screen. Bocek pins, finds the right wing. Lipinski lost it, but Peyton Mount follows up and gets it deep. And shot in behind the Kamloops goal. Shots on goal are 4-4 early here in the first of a scoreless game. Sent to the far corner. And they're going to call an icing on that play. We've played 4.56. Yeah, again, get the puck up the ice quickly to the Blazers. Bank here, Stan Coleman. He hasn't missed. Uh, that puck never came to as cleanly as he wanted to. I think it might have been in his feet a little bit. But my goodness, Stan Coven with over 100 points in the league. Uh, he's got 18 points against Vancouver. Eight goals, 10 assists. That was a big miss. To the left of Dylan Garan and a face-off win for Kamloops. Cleared off the glass, though not out. Justin Lees holding it in, trying to get it to the point. Cleared to the line and out. 
Knocked down by Mazden Leslie at his own line. Clever pass to the right wing for Lees. And now Justin Lees backing up. Pass a little bit out of the reach of Evan Toth, but Toth now grabs it and he's going to circle his net and skate it forward. Evan Toth, right wing for Lees, pass behind him. Grabbed by Mats Lindgren in his own zone. Lindgren off the glass, Semenov couldn't knock it down and icing once again on the Kamloops Blazers. Boy, that ability to skate laterally, skate backwards with the puck. We saw Kevin Korczynski in Seattle in Vancouver the other night and Lindgren, another guy, at the Prospects game, his testing with the puck as a defenseman, his mobility with a puck on his stick is phenomenal. And you saw a little bit of that early. It faked to go one way, went the other way, and the puck ended up, unfortunately for Kamloops, fortunately for Vancouver with icing. Face off in the offensive zone for the Giants. In skates, Semenuk trying to dig it free. And he will along the left wing wall. Good job by Semenuk there to stick with it. Left wing side, Cull. Throws it behind the goal. First guy there is Matt Semenoff. His pass up the left wing to Fraser Minton. Now Lindgren avoiding a check. He's got the puck now. Pass up the left wing, Minton. Crossing the line. Try to pass forward. Too far for Connor Levis. Gursky swept it behind his net. That was dangerous, but Semenoff didn't have enough room. Giants don't clear. Camazola going to regroup behind his own net, and he'll go get it. He'll flip it to the left wing. Julian Cole with a bit of time. And he'll just toss it across the ice to Camazola. Camazola up the middle for Ostopchuk. Did well to keep it onside, did Ostopchuk, but Dylan Garan then comes out to play it. Now Verbicki, pass to the middle, Sidor. Good back check by the Giants. Verbicki follows up then, ran into a check. And Peyton Mount going to angle that puck to the line, not out. Held in, now a pass in front for Belton, and a great stop by Gursky's right pad. Kept in by Kamloops, Victor Pershon, his drive, Gursky the save, and that is going to stop play as we'll take a commercial break. We're scoreless in the first period. Giants-Blazers on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Sandman Center. The first period continues here in Kamloops. And Chevrolet, the official vehicle sponsor of the Vancouver Giants. When only the strongest, most advanced will do, find a true champ in the Chevy Silverado 1500. Chevrolet, the official vehicle partner of the Vancouver Giants. Face-off win for Kamloops. Brandwood centered. Puck tips wide. And a clear for the Giants up to center ice. Knocked down by the Blazers and sent back behind the goal. Tom Cadu behind the net for Palmieri. On a backhand, got it to the right wing. Lysel coughed it up the middle. Now, oh, Palmieri, right place, right time, gone in the way of that pass. Otherwise, Stankoven would have been home free. Few turnovers here for the Giants, and now bringing it back in, Stankoven. Wide on a backhand. Clears to the right wing board. So Stompchuk bumped him. Centered, and trying to rescue it now is... The winger, a centering pass, and Stankoven's deflection off the pad of Gursky and out of play, but the failure to clear the zone bill nearly costing the Giants a couple of times against this explosive offense. Yeah, you know, and that was a wonderful play by the Blazer blue line to just get that puck really quick on that turnover. There was no hesitation. It was like they knew that there was a teammate at the top of the crease to get that puck to spin without even looking on the turnover, this time in the Giants' zone, and get it to that guy in front, and almost a redirect behind Gursky. Gursky's been good again. Right wing side, not a connected pass. Picked away by Semenov, and he'll wrap it around. Semenov in the office, sharp angle. Gursky hugging the post, made the save. That was Colton Roberts that time, Bill, not necessarily realizing 
then he maybe had a little more time than he realized. He'll get there. Well, that, that's that's right. That's one of the first things that you you learn. I, I don't know how to say that, whether it just happens naturally, but things don't happen quite as fast on the ice You're after you've played 15, 20, 30 games and in your second and third year. Everything's happening 100 miles an hour when you come up as a rookie. Well, and you, you, you see 20-year-olds all the time, Bill, when they have the puck. I mean, the game just seems to slow down for them. I don't think that's an accident. I, I think that's just a byproduct of experience and another turnover by the Giants. Stankoven, a shot through Gursky, made the save. And the Giants now break out. Thorpe up the right wing. He'll fire through. Glove save made by Dylan Garand, and he'll hang on. The Will Gursky experience continues for the Giants. He's 9 for 9. Yeah, you know, Dylan Garand, we were a little surprised he got to start tonight, but, um, you know, sources tell us that they haven't. he hasn't been that sharp in the last four games. He's 2-1-1. One, and one. Uh, He's a New York Ranger draft, and I think that's probably why he's signed for that matter. I think that's why he's getting the start. But against the Giants, he's 8-1 and one in a 9-3-4 save percentage. He's been good. Right wing side, Giants try to keep that puck onside. Seminoff in the middle for Minton, and Minton back for Seminoff. Good back check from Cotton, a backhand on net. Save made by Gursky, and the puck goes now to the right wing. Leslie to the left wing for Cotton, too far for him. And now a turnover the other way, though. Justin Lees intercepts. Back to the point. Leslie, a drag move. That shot was blocked. Lipinski spins away from a check nicely. Gets it back to the point. Connor Horning going to walk it back in. Behind the net. Grabbed by Lindgren. Good pass ahead. Now Semenov. Right wing. Connor Levis with room. Levis stops on a dime. Right wing. Finds a man on the right boards. Now in the middle. Good job defensively by Leslie, and Lipinski clears high off the glass, a bouncing puck, and they're going to call a hand pass by the Cantaloupe's Blazers, and that is going to stop play. You know, you got to use your stick. All the teams that check well, uh, again, I go back to maybe the best checking team I saw in this entire season was Seattle in their own zone. And then it was constantly stick checking. It was constantly knocking pucks off a Vancouver Giant player's stick. That's that those heavy sticks and that quick stick defensively. That's such, I mean, it is your first line of defense is your stick to check. And, uh, you know, not a bad period so far for Vancouver in doing exactly that. Will Gursky's clear goes off the glass and out, so no penalty on the play. That's the good news for the Giants, but they've got a defensive zone draw. Shots are now 10-6, favoring Kamloops. Giants have been in their own zone a fair bit here in this first period, but they will win that draw. Gursky has to cover the low part of his net as that goes through. And now Lysel up the middle, a pass forward for Ty Thorpe. And now to the right wing, Lysel. He's going to burn down the right wing side into the circle. Dodge to check. Behind the net he goes. Stankoven on Lysel. Look at that matchup. Pass to the side of the net and a chance point blank for Ty Thorpe. And a glove saved by Dylan Garan. And that's the best save for the Kamloops goaltender early on in the game. Yeah, Lysel in the offensive zone against the back wall. He's going to give any player that's trying to check him back there take him to the wall. He's going to give him fits. And what a nice job he did there, moving one way the other way, and then a neat little backhand pass to Thorpe at the side of the net. Wow, that was a that was the best save by Grand. Blazers clear it. Good back check by Adam Hall to take that away from Stankoven. Right now they've got Ty Thorpe on the ice right now with 
Hall and with Lysel. Wondering maybe, Bill, if Michael Dick is just maybe trying to juggle the lines a little bit and give, maybe spread the offense out a little more. Not sure. I'm just doing a quick peek on the bench. I don't think you want to read too much into that. You might have just caught, you know, a line change with somebody staying out too long because a puck was in a dangerous spot. Turnover, Stankoven by the D, cutting in. Great job defensively by Kyle Bocek and Tom Kadu as they both hustle back and they do not allow the shot on goal against. And now back come the Blazers. Four wide. Up the left side, Pershawn, left wing. On a backhand forward, Pershon ran out of room and nearly went into the boards awkwardly. Kept in along the left wing side. Roberts behind the net, left wing side, Leslie. Couldn't clear it, kept in by Belton. Reese Belton. Free now for Julian Cull. Left wing side, Bocek. Unable to get it out, bouncing puck towards the goal. Grabbed and cleared to the right wing side. Giants behind the goal, Mazden Leslie. Flipped up high, not enough. Finally on the second effort, Julian Cull able to muscle that puck out to center. Here's Leslie. He's going to carry it in, and he'll take a bump. Ty Thorpe now back out with Lees and Cotton. And now up the middle, Thorpe to the right wing for Lees. Lees trying to flip a pass forward, Cotton offside, and that is going to stop play. And again, you know, the more you see Stan Coven, you just realize the closer he gets to the hash marks in the offensive zone, the more dangerous he becomes. And this is just a good play cutting forehand, backhand. He's driven out of the play with, he's called it, very, very good defensive effort there. But his, he, he's got a lethal release, just tremendous. And, you know, I've said this once before, when you see what Stan Coven can do in the 102 points that he got and the fact that he's got that release and the fact that he's so dangerous, the fact that he's 5'6", actually dissipates. You don't even think his size is a factor anymore. I'm counting only 12 skaters on the Vancouver Giants bench, which um, I will keep our eye out, Bill. I don't know if Zach Ostopchuk is on the Vancouver Giants bench right now as the Blazers will skate it forward, pass to the left wing, Bankier will chip it in for the Kamloops Blazers, to the right wing for Cotton, trying to jam it forward, and down goes Thorpe, puck is in the corner. Now dug free along the right wing side, Connor Hornick cleared to the right wing side, and now Justin Lees trying to get it in deep, picked away, by Schmiemann along the boards. Stankoven's pass for Bankier somehow kept on side. And now Englot going to carry it wide. Englot around the net center. And Stankoven has it now along the right wing as Ty Thorpe is in on him. Stankoven spins away from Lees. Centers it across. Schmiemann, low shot. Gursky the save. Lysel grabbing the rebound and cleared away. To the left wing corner. Evan Toff behind his own net. He'll reverse. Connor Hornet. Rimmed around to the right wing side and forward. Quinn Schmeeman sends it back. Turned over and now here come the Giants. Lysel with a step. Down the right side, a shot to the blocker side. Save made. They've got Lipinski out there right now with Hall and Lysel. Cleared to the blue line and out. Right wing side for Cadu. Fired back in by the Vancouver Giants behind the Kamloops goal. 
Right wing side, controlled by Kamloops. Down the ice it goes. Gursky out of the net to play it. He'll rim it around to the right wing side. To the left point, Lindgren a shot. That hit Hall and goes wide. Kept in along the right wing side. Adam Hall now trying to poke it forward. Back to the point it goes. Right wing side, backdoor play, pass connects. Lindgren tipped in front, up high and knocked wide. Kept in by Pershawn at the right wing point for Kamloops. Played to the wing. And now from the circle, a drive goes wide. These are the times you can catch Vancouver flat-footed. The longer the play is in that zone right there, the more dangerous it becomes. This puck's probably going to be dumped in, and there's going to be a line change. That group is tired. Lysel's off. There come five new guys. The Vancouver Giants go in after it. Garan behind his net, played to the right. Long lead feed, Sidor. Mazden Leslie goes back forward. He'll play it behind his net and around the left wing side to Seminuk. Right wing corner. Controlled by the Blazers. Right wing, freed for Belton to the point, and a shot whistles wide. Scoreless game, six minutes to go here in the first period. Peyton Mount, right wing side, now a pass forward, Bocek. He's going to chip it in, Mazden Leslie going to be there first. He's going to center of the side of the net for Bocek. That's tipped on goal, and we'll take a break. 5.48 to go in the first, the Giants. Blazers scoreless in the first. White Spot Giants Hockey Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to Kamloops. The Vancouver Giants and Kamloops Blazers scoreless with 5.48 to go in period number one. You know, this is a shift, you know, Cotton, Thorpe, and Lees. If that puck, if Lees could create some space for these guys, you know, he is that heavy body. But here, the, you know, just like that, the Blazers transition. Quick transition indeed. Connor Levis in front of the net looking for the redirect. That misses. Lingren a shot. That hit Minton and deflected wide. Seminoff to Minton in front and close. Dug free by the Giants. And now Cotton leads a three on two. He's going to dump it in. And now Harden after it along the right wing is Thorpe. Behind the goal for Lees. Cotton along the left wing, trying to force the stick check. Cleared out to center, knocked down by Connor Horning, and that's actually swatted into the Vancouver Giants bench for a stoppage in play. You know, there was a blazer. I didn't catch the number. That just flat out took Lees, you know, out of the play. And, you know, and, and Justin cross-checked him. I mean, fortunately, the referee didn't see it. But this is a kind of a game right now 12-8 shots on goal. You cannot, at this point, change what's happening on the ice and give, you know, Kamloops Blazers a power play. It's pretty been a pretty even match. They're having, it's been sloppy, Dan, too, and it's kind yeah. of stop and go. But that's the kind of game you have to play if you're Vancouver against, uh, you know, a, a good Kamloops team. To the right wing side, Kyle Bocek, bouncing puck. Freed up the right wing, and now Damian Palmieri will backhand it to center. And now into the Kamloop zone. Bocek behind the net, freed by Lipinski. Jaden Lipinski tied up along the wall, got it in front. What a move by Peyton Mount to sneak his way in, and Garan made the save. He held on. Mount showing some elusiveness, getting in close, but Garan took away the net. Well, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a blessing, actually, that Jaden Lipinski hasn't had an easy way out. 
things have not come naturally for him. He's had to work for everything, and that's important because he's not going to quit working. He knows he's got to bust his butt out there to be successful. He made a nice little play that somehow went to the faceoff dot, and Peyton Mount found his way to the front of the net. Behind the net, Thorpe, Hall, and Lysel out right now for the Vancouver Giants. Hit a referee behind the net. Thorpe trying to wrap it around. And now Stankoven from his own zone. Saucers a pass to his left for Schmeeman. Now a give and go. And now Stankoven, good speed up the middle. Wide to the outside, a drop pass. Bank here, a shot, steered away. Kept in. Pass from the corner. Stankoven took it and scores. He's been flying in the first period, and Logan Stankoven makes it one nothing Blazers. You know where that whole play started? And you called it face-off way back here in the Kamloops zone. Once they got that puck down in the offensive zone, Stankoven is, you know, I don't know, he's just five feet, if that, outside the top of the crease. And he's away from a check. There's nobody there to check him. And he's just far enough that when that puck comes on his stick, literally in front of the net, exactly five feet outside the crease area. Again, the goaltender, Gursky's looking to see what's happening in the corner of the rink. That's where some of the play is. And there's just too much time for Stan Coven to make that play, and he's going to execute that every time. Logan Stan Coven is the player of the year in the Western Conference. Uh, I can't think of anyone who'd be more in line as Seminoff scores on the rush. A seeing-eye shot across the blue line, used the defender as a screen. And that's two goals in a span of 20 seconds. And a 2-0 lead for the Kamloops Blazers. You know, let's be honest, you, you just, again, there's just no way that Semenov can come up the ice on a rush get to that spot just at the top of the face-off circle and have the defenseman who's he's coming at give him that much room to release the puck you can't do that you've got to close the gap and again the play off the rush the first goal by Stan Coven was off corner work getting to hit him in front of the net the puck coming from the wall this goal comes from a rush up the ice and just like that it's two nothing Kamloops Two goals in a span of 20 seconds for the Kamloops Blazers, Stankoven and Semenov. And the Vancouver Giants right now in a 2-0 hole. It can happen that quickly when the Kamloops Blazers are in the dance or in the party. And right now the Vancouver Giants need to try and turn the tide. 15-9 are the shots on goal. Stoppage in play along the near side boards. A little bit of pushing and shoving. Bill, um, just circling back to Ostomchuk for a moment, he there was a collision with Ostomchuk and Stankoven, and I want to say it was sort of around the Giants' blue line. Skated off, didn't appear to be in any particular discomfort, but no sign of the Giants' captain for much of the, the back half of this first period. Well, uh, yeah, I... I kind of remember what you're saying the incident but hey let's be perfectly honest if the vancouver giants have got 
a playoff spot cinched at this point. And that's what we understand the situation is. You're not going to take any chances with any kind of injuries. You've got to be ready to go next Friday and Saturday night. Alex Cotton in after it against Stan Coven. There's no love lost between those two as Bankier races down the left side. A low shot through Gursky and up the other side. Along the wall, knocked down and backhanded by Palmieri out to center. Picked off by Kamloops and sent right back in. Fans clamor for a call. They're not going to get one. As the Giants now up the left wing side are going to take it for a skate. Hall to the line. Levis intercepts. Stolen back by Lysel who lost it. Left side in close. Minton. A shot point blank. And Will Gursky there to make the save. Lysel behind the net for Evan Toff. Toff goes off the glass. Knocked forward by Hall. Hall to the right wing for Fabian Lysel. And now a pass forward, picked away by the Blazers. Stankoven from Englot, Bill, at 15.51. Semenov from Minton and Lindgren, 20 seconds later, at 16.11. For Stankoven, 45, Lysel now spins through a check. Centers, trying to find Thorpe. Goes to the left wing for Lysel. His pass, perfect. Connor Horning, a low shot. That's switched directions. Roberts trying to backhand it through. He kept it in. Now a blazer without a stick, Mount spins away from a check, trying to cut to the front of the net. It goes to Lysel in the corner. Lysel behind the net, center, backhand, Semenov, shot, save made. Right wing, Mount. Mount to the right wing, Lysel. Lysel nicely to the point, Horning, left side, Roberts a drive, and he got all of it, but he just missed the target. Mount a shot, rebound, Semenov on a backhand, and Dylan Garand there to make the save, I believe. A delayed penalty is upcoming here to Kamloops. Without a doubt, the best Vancouver Giants shift of this first period. What a cheeky little pass Lysel makes from the corner of the rink back to the point in traffic. And I love the way Roberts knew that when that puck was going defense to defense after that whole sequence, that he was ready to unload the shot from the point. That was impressive stuff. But you see the difference in passing between these two teams so far, and I'll venture to say between the Blazers and a lot of teams, is that when Kamloops bat passes the puck, Dan, it's moving up the ice. Yeah. You know, Vancouver sort of right now struggles to get the puck from player to player. Their passes move that puck north pretty much every time. Alex Cotton to the point. Lysel left wing Hall. White spot power play for the Giants. Hall down low. Ty Thorpe to Peyton Mount. Goes across. Back to the point. Lysel from the slot. Blocked and cleared by Fraser Minton. Lysel dusted it off, Bill, just yeah. a second too long before he pulled that trigger. Thought there was a good look there as well for Mount to maybe shoot. Chose not to. Lysel in the middle. Left wing feed on side to Adam Hall. Now to Lysel. Turned over. And now here, Stankoven going to spin. And he'll go up the left wing for Schmiemann. Quinn Schmiemann. Long shot. Stick save made by Gursky. And right wing. Knocked forward. Turn over in front of the net. Kamloops steals. They don't get a shot on goal. As Ty Thorpe able to help get that puck away from harm. Connor Horning with his head up. Left wing feed for Mazden Leslie. He'll rim it in around the wall. Semenuk leaves along the right wing for Lees. Semenuk trying to force it down below for Thorpe. 
Semenuk can't find it. Kamloops will, and they'll dump it down the ice. And with four seconds to go in the period, that will probably do it for period one. The Kamloops Blazers strike twice in 20 seconds and will take a 2-0 lead into the first intermission. 16-12 the shots, 2-0 the score. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the first period scoring summary and more first period reaction coming up from Kamloops. 2-0 the Blazers lead the Giants on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 20 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Sandman Center. The first intermission is upon us here in Kamloops. The Vancouver Giants trailing the Kamloops Blazers by a 2-0 score. First period scoring summary, a presentation of Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. The shots on goal, 16-12. to The Giants outshot in that period and some Decent looks for the Giants in that period. Dylan Garand tested, maybe not having to make an A-grade save, but certainly some in the B category. None better than one that he made off Ty Thorpe at around the midway-ish point of that first period, Bill. Yeah, it was 0-0 uh, at the time. And, and keep in mind, Dylan Garand with 33 wins is tied for number one in the Western Hockey League for wins by goaltenders. Daniel Hauser of Winnipeg and Sebastian Cosa, Cosa rather, from uh, Edmonton. Uh, yeah, uh, he had to make this save that you'll hear right now. Uh, combining between Lysel and Thorpe sounded like this. And now to the right wing, Lysel. He's going to burn down the right wing side into the circle. Dodged a check. Behind the net he goes. Stankoven on Lysel. Look at that matchup. Pass to the side of the net and a chance point blank for Ty Thorpe. And a glove save by Dylan Garan, and that's the best save for the Kamloops goaltender early on in the game. You know, Lysel is hard to check when he's coming up the ice. That play there, he was hard to contain against the back wall. And it was Stankoven and Lysel behind the net battling for a puck. Two of the most skilled players, certainly in this game, going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Bill, I mean... It, it, you sort of could feel it coming, I think, in ways for the Kamloops Blazers. I mean, they've had a lot of easy ice in the middle, uh, I think especially tonight. And off the rush, they're as dangerous a team as anyone is. Fourth most goals in the WHL this season, and you see why. 15-51, uh, it wasn't off the rush, but it was just good checking by the Blazers that results in a Logan Stankoven goal. Yeah, let me just go back to what you said because that's important. You remember that wide open miss by Stan Coven in the first period? We talked about he's not going to miss that open net very often like he did. I think it was Stan Coven, you know, kind of an omen that, you know, this is going to be the opportunities, the chances that they get around the offensive zone. But, you know, it's corner work and it's, you know, pretty big body. Engblad gets the puck to Stan Coven. He's alone in front of the net, makes no mistake. That was absolutely set in a perfect spot for him. 15-51, Kamloops with a 1-0 lead. 20 seconds later, off the rush, 2-0 Blazers. Yeah, and there, now you got guys coming in on you off the rush. you got, you know, Minton. Well, first of all, Lindbergh starts to play, gets it to Minton, Minton to Seminoff. I talked about, you know, the Kamloops Blazer passing, always moving pucks up the ice. It's, it's not passes that go, you know, make your play go across the ice east-west. You, a good passing team, makes pucks go up the ice north in a hurry. 
and that was wonderful. And Semenov crosses the line and rips it. You know what? You got to. You can't let the guy shoot the puck. There was no way he was going to beat the defenseman. There's no way he was going to make a pass. He was so far ahead of his teammates. He was only going to shoot the puck. You got to close up, step up. I'll never forget, and I go back a long time when I say this, Andrew Mazaros, no defenseman at Vancouver Giants have ever had sensed that when that player, wherever he was, was going to shoot the puck, he exploded forward into him, and he just took the shot and absolutely nullified the play completely. Vancouver doesn't do that very well, and consequently, they give up some shots. Matthew uh, Semenov with his 26, 16-11, like you say, 20 seconds after Stan Coburn with the 1-0 lead, and uh, that's where we are after 20 minutes of play. Zacho Stopchuk leaving the game in that first period for the Giants with uh, what we suspect is an injury. And, and Bill, you brought up a good point about the fact that with a playoff spot sewn up and you know not wanting to risk injury, hopefully it is just more of a precautionary thing. We'll keep our eye on that for the second period for the Giants. They'll have a 32-second start on a power play to start this second period. But as we get set to go to break, let me tell you that it is the Spokane Chiefs currently leading the Victoria Royals by a 2-1 score. And it is the Prince George Cougars and the Kelowna Rockets deadlocked at zero. We won't go through any of the scenarios yet, but what we're going to do is take a quick break, come back, and we'll recap some of the player awards from the Vancouver Giants a night ago. 2-0 after 1. The Kamloops Blazers leading the Vancouver Giants. White Spot, Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to Kamloops at the Sandman Center. 20 minutes through, the Giants trailing the Blazers by a 2-0 score. First intermission continues. And last night, Bill, the Vancouver Giants handed out their 2021-2022 Player Awards. And nothing in the way of huge surprise, but certainly some healthy debate and some intrigue surrounding some of these choices. And figure we'd go through a couple of these together and and hit on some of the finer points and some of the uh, some of the certainly the ones that sort of jump out to uh, the both of us. Um, I want to throw this one at you, uh, and it is the Bruce Allen Inspirational Leadership Award. The winner was goaltender Jesper Weichman. Goaltender, inspirational leader, first year Vancouver Giant, NHL prospect. Love the decision, and it sort of signifies, I think, just how much Jesper Weichmann meant to this team when he was in the lineup. Yeah, I I can't really speak to that because I'm not around the team that much. You would know a little bit more, probably a lot more than me, on the inspiration, uh, inspirational leadership of any player, um, certainly off the ice. Uh, I can tell you on the ice, He's a tremendous inspiration. Um, he's the kind of player it's hard not to play for. You uh, you will block shots for him. You will just do the things to make his job easier. And goaltending is all about inspiring your teammates. Um, yeah, I guess if I look at it that way, pretty darn inspiring. And, and I mean, and, and just a, a quick nugget about the off ice piece, Bill. An absolute freak in the gym. 
uh, a wonderful student of the game. Um, the work he does with Paul Fricker, the questions he asks, um, some of the big saves that he's had to make. Um, you're not going to see any pout in his game if, if a 2-on-1 goes against him. He's not staring down teammates. You know, all the things that you want out of a veteran goalie, you've got in spades well with, said. with Jesper Weichmann. Mazden Leslie, the most improved player for the Vancouver Giants. And this bill was a two-horse race and frankly could have gone either way, I think. But um, Mazden Leslie gets the award for most improved from the start of the season to today. Uh, Jaden Lipinski certainly had some strong consideration as well for that award. You know, Dan, when you're talking about improvement, um, you're talking about ceilings. You know, you're talking about floors. Mazden Leslie has a tremendous high floor. Came into the league as a 15-year-old, very, very well touted. Um, his coach, I think, said if you like Bowen Byram, if you like Kale McCarr, uh, if you like Ty Smith type players, you're gonna you're gonna love Leslie. That's as a 15-year-old, and we saw what he did last year. So for him, you know, with the five goals in the bubble. For him to win, or anybody to well, to stay with him, to win that most uh, improved player, that's that's already taking a guy who's very good, and making him the most improved player in the next year. It speaks about the the steps he's taken and the ceiling that might be projected for him. You know who won that award last year for the Vancouver Giants? Zach Ostopchuk. Yeah, there you go. And, and then you want to talk about floors and ceilings. Look what Zach Ostomchuk has then gone on to do this time around. Uh, Zach Ostomchuk had a good day at the awards bill. He received the Player's Choice Award as voted on by his teammates. He was named the MVP. And, you know, certainly a few different um, possibilities there as far as the MVP is concerned. But I think really, Bill, from the month of March on, really since that C was sewn onto his sweater, I truly think we've seen an already, you know, strong, reliable player in Zach Ostomchuk get even better. Yeah, and he, he, he's so valuable because of the fact that he's a captain. He's so valuable because of the goals that he's been scoring. Again, nobody expected. I mean, I'd, I'll go to the front of the list. Put your hands up if you saw 26 goals from Zach Ostomchuk. I, I don't see anybody raising their hand. Uh, I, I'm sure Ottawa didn't expect it. They'd been very happy with a 17, 18 uh, goal season and uh, still do all the things. And, and you know what, what Zach, he thinks like a, he thinks like a, uh, a goal scorer now. That, that's, that's huge because we, that's the beauty of the Western Hockey League. You and I watched him come in as a 16-year-old where the last thing he thought about was scoring goals. The last thing. Then he's in the bubble and he starts thinking, you know what? I can skate. I can beat guys. And you know what? I can put some pucks in the net. Now he's like thinking like a finisher, and, and that's important. Uh, most valuable? Boy, that'd be, uh, that'd be a tough one between Weichmann and him, I'm sure. Well, and, and certainly the injury to Jesper Weichmann certainly muddied yes. the waters a little bit for that vote. And then, of course, Fabian Lysel, Rookie of the Year for the Giants, top offensive player, plus-minus award winner, three-star winner, a great awards day for him as well. We have to take another break because the second period is upon us. It's 2-0. The Kamloops Blazers lead the Vancouver Giants. This is White Spot, Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. 
time for the second period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Welcome back to the broadcast booth here in Kamloops. The Vancouver Giants about to begin the second period on a power play. They are down 2-0 in this game. Goals coming 20 seconds apart from Logan Stankoven and Matthew Semenoff in that first period for Kamloops. Second period of Vancouver Giants hockey presented by White Spawn. And when it comes to IT, you can pass the puck to EC Managed IT, providing IT services in the Lower Mainland for over 25 years. Visit ecmanagedit.com and book a free consultation today. Giants control off the draw and they will skate the puck forward. Connor Hornick, left wing. Wide he goes into the offensive zone. Behind the goal. Dug free. Horning behind the net. Mounted to try and shuffle that puck forward. Left wing hall down low. Puck center. Dylan Duran will scoop it free and the puck will be sent down the ice. And the Kamloops Blazers are 1 for 1 on the penalty kill. Giants 0 for 1 on the man advantage. Damian Palmieri up the middle, turned over. Back comes Englot into the slot. Stankoven couldn't hang on to the pass. Kept in by Hamill, and now cleared by the Giants forward. Lysel to Horning, right wing side. Puck will go deep into the Kamloops zone, and Dylan Garand will play it to the right. In the middle, too far for Stankoven, but he stayed with it. Forced it forward. Julian Cullill on the left wing. He takes a big bump from Drew Englot. Thorpe. Left wing Lees, spins away nicely from a check, does Lees, centered in front, they score! No? Mastin Leslie thought he had, but they said no goal. Stankoven back on the attack, fires, save made by Gursky. Mastin Leslie celebrating as if he'd scored on that nifty feed from Justin Lees, but play continues, and I wonder if they'll review it. And during that celebration, away go the Blazers, away go Stankoven with a tremendous shot in the offensive zone. High sticking penalty coming up to Stankoven, so back to the power play go the Vancouver Giants, and Ty Thorpe is signaling for the officials to go upstairs. Now, Bill, right next to us, is the video goal judge Aris. So, do you want to disguise yourself as an off-ice official and go and do some covert reaction for us? Well, they're going to have the look that, that we see here right now. The pass, wow. Okay, they got they got to look at that again because the puck does hit something and come out of the net area, not behind the line, but out of the crease area, if you will. Hey, they made a decision real quick, no goal. Michael Dick is directing some traffic, and of course the Vancouver Giants could challenge it, but if the challenge is negated... Now is this a bit of a stall tactic by Ty Thorpe right now, do you think? <laughs> to give Michael Dick a chance to make that decision? Well, too late now as the puck drops. Giants to their second power play. Alex Cotton walks the line, kicks to the right, Lysel, circle, a shot, oh, Grant looked nervously behind him, but he had it in the pads, and he hangs on. The Bruins want, Boston wants Lysel to shoot more. They want him to get, play a little bit more give and go. 
You know, he's got the puck, and it's always a give. It's either a shot or a pass. He just seldom gives it and gets it back. But that was a good effort. That was a good shot. Got it on a net. Got another, another face-off in the Kamloops zone. Capped in by Cotton nicely at the point, but then Semenov stole it, and down he goes. No call. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the Kamloops crowd a little bit on that one. Is gonna throw him some boo bird seat? <laughs> I'm not gonna boo anything, but I think they maybe have a case. Giants remain on the power play. Stankoven or uh, Lysel rather along the right wing. Puck goes to the left wing side. Adam Hall, first guy there. Spinning away from a check is Mount. Behind the net, Thorpe coughed it up. And now Quinn Schmeeman is going to hammer the puck down the eye. Oh, my! That went off the back wall, off the back of Gursky's leg, and up the other side. <laughs> that was near disaster for the Giants, but it stayed out of their net. And now shorthanded, Bank here. He'll bring it wide. Lysel on the back check. Uh-oh! That's not a call either as Englot went borderline knee-on-knee knee with Lysel. So the referee has put the whistle away here in the early portion of the second period. That did not look very good, but I think Lysel is no worse for wear. Already without Zacho Stopchuk, we believe for the remainder of this game. Now to the right, Connor Hornick. Drops, leaves, drive, Garan, square to the shot, save made, he hangs on. You know, it, it's interesting with Justin Lees for me. Um, the heavy game, the traffic, the grind, the board work, and yet he's most been most dangerous this season when he does what he does there and gets that opportunity to shoot the puck. He's got a pretty, pretty, pretty good release. Remember how many times he would handle a puck in the offensive zone and then end up with a good shot, albeit from a ways out. But you know what? He's got to, you got to look for him to be that board guy to create some loose pucks. Cleared up the right wing side and down the ice. Gursky will leave it behind him. Now to the right wing, Semenuk. He'll drop for Horning. Now to the right, Lees. Sent behind the net. Kamloops reverses, and the penalty is over. Turned over, and a shot from Semenuk save made Garand. Now to the stop for Leslie scores! Mastin Leslie took the pass and he whacked it through the legs of Garand. He got some of it, not all of it. The Giants back within one early in the second. Yeah, you know what? He's just playing with so much confidence. And, you know, this puck goes into the faceoff circle and a real neat little play by Lipinski. I got to believe that Mazden Leslie was yelling maybe at the top of his voice when Lipinski had the puck in the faceoff circle telling Lipinski, give it to me, I'm breaking into the high slot area. So he spins, Lipinski does, puts it on Leslie's stick, it gets through Grant, and boy, the all-important 2-1 goal goes in favor of the Vancouver Giants. They're back in this game. Ethan Semenuk, 16, Jaden Lipinski, turnover, back come the Blazers, Levis, point blank, Gursky with a big-time stop. Paul Mary lost it. And there was Levis and Will Gursky square to it, made the save, and it's still 2-1. Garand plays to his right. Hamill, right wing Levis. 
Heel skated across. Connor Levis made a move. Palmieri got the stick in the way. And behind the net, Evan Toth. In his own zone. Cuts around his net and up the left wing. Pass it up to Julian Cull. Knocked in deep. Schmeeman played to the wall, not out. Toth, that shot hit off a body and went wide. Kept in by Lysel. Made one move. Made a second move. Stankoven battling with him along the boards now. Hall battling. Trying to get it behind the get to Lysel. They do. Behind the back or behind the pass on a backhand. Lysel spins along the right wing, protecting the puck. Lysel to the point for Horning. That shot is blocked. And Bankier gives chase. Will Gursky is going to play it around his net. Left wing for Evan Toth. He'll poke it back behind the net. Backhanded to the right wing for Ty Thorpe. Thorpe, good feet along the left wing. Good job by Evan Toth to knock it down. He'll dump it deep and he'll change. 2-1 game as we near the six-minute mark here in the second. Play to the right wing and now forward. Stan Coben. Look at the speed. Minton circle. Good block by Horning. That puck deflects out of play. Fabian Lysel never surprises anybody. In other words, if you come to watch him play, you will see what he does all the time. He'll bring you out of your seat many times. Here's the situation with Lysel. Boston sees that game in and game out. Is that and how much will that translate, translatable, those skills to the National Hockey League level? Because you know, hey, it's not one day you look and say, oh, wow, is he ever good? Didn't see that coming. You see it all the time. Behind the net, controlled by Kamloops. And along the wall, Semenov to the right wing, Hamill. Turned over, Lees for Mount. Now to the right wing, Cotton. Cotton going to dump it in. Camazola going to be the first guy in on the forecheck. Hamill, bumped by Cotton. Clear to the wing. Lee's got his body there, kept in for a moment by the Giants. Hamill to the left wing, Semenov. Trying to blow wide on Horning. Horning played him well along the wall. And clear to the line, not out. Held in by Kamloops. Horning will try again up the right wing. This time it will get out to center. It'll knock off Lindgren's stick and back into the Kamloops zone. 2-1 game. Blazers start from their own zone. Hamill, his pass, nearly busted up by Lipinski. Back the other way, though Lindgren going to backhand it deep. And hard in after it go the Kamloops Blazers. Played to the right wing. Emmett Finney behind the goal. Rimmed around the wall. Bocek won't get there. Palmieri will reverse. And now to the right. Golfed out to center ice by the Giants. Lipinski trying to force it forward for Semenuk. And in deep it goes for the Vancouver Giants. Leslie from Lipinski at 348 of the second period. That is where the Giants goal has come from. Five for Leslie. And now along the left wing, a long pass for Zach Ostopchuk, who is back on the ice for the Vancouver Giants. And not sure if he went for some repairs. Now a steal. Reese Belton trying to cut in and through the blue paint and up the other side it goes. Ostopchuk ahead for Leslie on the rush. Picked off and cleared forward. Would you be surprised, Dan, if you found out Zach said, please let me play? No, I want to help my team. Not even in the slightest bit. As he chases after a puck along the left wing side and he'll rim it around to the right wing. In game 68. 
Along the left wing now, Fabian Lysel taken down by Belton behind the play. Probably penalty-ish, but referee says no. Giants have had two power plays tonight. Blazers without one. Penalty-ish. I love it. Right wing side, Cadu crossing the line. Shot through. Save made. Rebound. A chance. And Cadu knocked his own rebound off Garand and wide. Now a third chance. Fourth chance. Thorpe whacking at it. And Dylan Garand making a sequence of saves as all of a sudden, Bill, the Vancouver Giants out shooting Kamloops 20 to 19. And we will take a break. 2-1, Kamloops leading the Vancouver Giants. White Spot Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to Kamloops. A 2-1 lead right now for the Kamloops Blazers, but the Vancouver Giants are buzzing. Their captain, Zacho Stopchuk, Missed a majority of the first period and a good part of the second, but he's back. And Mazden Leslie has scored in this frame to make it a one-goal game for the Vancouver Giants. 8-3 Giants shots this period, yeah. They're, and a lot of the plays have been where it is right now on the Kamloops end. Behind the net, Hamill coughed up. Thorpe, high shot, arm save, Garand. Oh, my, where is it? It's in the net! Alex Cotton at the left wing side, I think, got the last whack at it. But Ty Thorpe just spun and fired it. The puck knuckled up in the air and landed in. 2-2 tie. As that puck was up in the air, Dylan Grant knew least of any player where that puck was. It's around the net. He's down. He's He, he backs up to cover as much net as he can. That's all he can hope to do. And boy, there's a bunch of Vancouver Giants around. Lees is there, Thorpe is there. There's all kinds of players in the paint area. Credit Garan for making himself as large as he can and getting back into the deep into the net. And they're going upstairs to see if this is any kind of a high stick or any kind of goaltender interference. I think maybe it's the stick issue. Yeah. Definitely ended in the back of the net. And I can tell you one thing, the referee was in perfect position at behind the net to see if, in fact, it did cross the line. It did that. Now to find out, was it batted in with a high stick? Has Alex Cotton tied the game? We're going upstairs. Dan, we're just over halfway. We're just about a halfway point of this hockey game. Can you tell me how many shots Cotton has had in this game? No, he's played one power play shift, I think. Alex Cotton to this point for the Vancouver playing Giants. Playing forward. Playing forward. I can't recall yeah, a shot exactly. on goal yet. Yeah. He's got one on the game. And they're going upstairs. And again, we have the video goal judges to our left, Bill. I so can again, hear him talking. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the replay. Shot on the goal. We don't see it. Now it's up in the air. It's behind Garand. And the puck then bounces into the net. No, the, it rolls off Garand, doesn't it? I don't think a giant touched no, it. No, exactly. This should be a good goal, at least based on that replay. I, I don't know how the puck got up in the air to roll off the back of I the goaltender. I think it came from Thorpe's shot. Garand deflected it up and over him. And so, again, we, we want to try and... Fans are yelling high stick. The referee... Well, we hear that. That's not good news. They're going to wave this thing off, and I don't understand why. 
Well, so no goal. And Michael Dick is not happy. He needs an explanation, and he's getting one. We'll see. A high stick. Now, can you review this if you're the Vancouver Giants? They're showing the replay here. That one goes off Garand. Oh, I see, okay. Lees touched it, maybe with his stick. That's probably the call, is that's how the puck got up in the air. I, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. It definitely comes down in, in, in the paint area off the back of the goaltender. It doesn't matter, means nothing right now. It's a 2-1 uh, Kamloops lead and face off at the at the Kamloops blue line. But Bill, I, I would argue momentum firmly on the side of the Vancouver Giants right now. It's important for them to not get too frustrated by that lack of puck luck, I suppose, in a game that they still just trail 2-1. You know, I thought of this when I was doing that game from home with you in Kelowna. And I thought, my goodness, you know, you're struggling like heck for a playoff spot, and you're getting some bad luck and some, you know, not necessarily calls. I, I forget what it was in Kelowna. I think it was a really questionable penalty at a certain part of the hockey game. And, you know, you're thinking, okay, uh, you just can't get a break. Now, you got to work for your breaks, no question about that. But what a difference that goal would make in this hockey game. A 2-2, two, two, or a 2-1 game right now. Spokane in Victoria, Bill, leading the game 3-1. Kelowna leading Prince George 2-0 late in the second period. So this... Give me the Coles version well, real quick. We'll, we'll do Prince it in the second intermission. Right, that's right. We, that's our plan. Because, frankly... It, it would take a little too long to try and come away with that knowledge with the situation being what it is right now in this live action happening. Mazden Leslie from the right wing point lets a shot go. Oh, that rebound just missing Lysel's stick. Cleared out by the Blazers, knocked down by the Giants, and peppered right back in. Left wing, pass Did along the wall, centering into the circle. Kamloops comes away, Bankier, rimmed around the net, Ostopchuk, cleared past Hamill, now a race between Lysel and Lindgren. I'd pay money to see those two have a skating race. Lindgren wins that one, though, for an icing on the Giants. Well, I'll tell you, if you, if you asked me, would you take a one-goal deficit in this building against this Kamloops Blazer team with a home ice record? of 23-7-3-0. Would you take a one-goal deficit at the halfway mark of this period? Probably I would say I would take it. Shots are dead even at 21. And a quick shot and a save made by Will Gursky. And part of the reason for that, too, to me, is that in, in a building like this, you're down, you're down one nothing before the puck is dropped. You know, I mean, psychologically, that's that's really the importance of home ice. 
Dan, I remember that with the Prince George Cougars before you got there. Um, that was a tough building to play. I, I sent it on here a number of times. The place was packed. The 50-50 was like $28,000, and the team was hard to play against. And I often said, you go up there, it's one nothing for the Cougars before you drop the puck. Now go to work and play hockey. 2 nothing right now for the Kelowna Rockets against those Cougars. That game, though, being played in Kelowna right now. And <laughs> you've got to forgive me, Bill. I'm, I'm looking at these scores right now, and the math is going on in my head. And what would a Spokane win mean with a Cougar Okay, loss? just give me one. Okay, it depends. Okay, I was going to say, a Prince. is there a possibility that a, that a Prince George Cougar loss eliminates them? No. Okay. Is there a possibility of a Victoria loss eliminating them? Yes. Okay. And, and uh, Spokane is leading. At, by two okay. in regulation. So the, right right now, the, the team that really has some work to do tonight is the Victoria Royals, shot from the point, is turned away. And Kyle Bocek now along the left wing side for the Giants, chases after it. Kamloops gets possession back. And Matt Semenoff, who's got the go-ahead goal right now in this game, Played up the right wing side. Giants don't clear. Semenov tries again. Turned away. There's a Semenov and a Semenuk in this game. There's right. one more at Everett, isn't there? <laughs> there, there is a Swetlikov. Oh, there you go. <laughs> As another icing call on the Vancouver Giants with 9.08 to go. And we did have an old stop chuck and a floor chuck on the ice at the same time. And then there's a couple LDHs in the league, which means Bill does not touch that name. Whoever it is, it's a lead Dan handle, and he does a wonderful job with it. So next whistle, Bill, two on one potentially here for the Giants. Peyton Mount, oh, they're going to call it on the offside, and Kyle Bocek not happy about it. Mount would have had a breakaway, but they argue for the offside. Right now, if the scores stay the same, Spokane wins, the Cougars fall in Kelowna in regulation, Giants unable to come back tonight, there would be a three-way tie with 53 points. Spokane would be eighth, the Giants seventh, the Cougars sixth, and it's all because of goal differential. And, hmm. that, and that would mean we are back in this very booth together next Friday night. Hmm. Really? But we've got a ways to go to get there, my friend. 8.40 to go here in the second period. And the Giants trying to get out of their own zone, and they will. Alex Cotton down the left wing is going to dump it, and he's going to chase it. Hard in after it, he forces the steal. Lee's centered it. Giants trying to hold it in. Evan Toth a shot. Giants are going to get a holding penalty. A little bit of interference towards the blue line. Bit of a pick play from Vancouver. And getting the gate is Ty Thorpe. First power play of the night for Kamloops. Yeah, you know, it's really, really hard for me and anybody else to criticize decisions and thinking of Ty Thorpe on the ice. He's just such a hard worker, such a wonderful acquisition from Brandon. But, you know, at this stage in this game, 8.22 left in the period offensive zone, it was clearly obstruction. There was no question. You, you, 
you, you couldn't camouflage that any other way. So the camouflage is on the power play. And you know how important a goal in the last eight minutes of this second period would be for the Blazers to get a two-goal lead. Big kill coming up for the Giants. Come on, boys. Kamloops power play heading into the game at 23.3%. And we touched on it, 15 goals on 56 chances against the Vancouver Giants. But Kamloops a little nifty pass through the middle. Stankov into the left wing pass, gets there in the slot. A chance on a backhand. Gursky the save. Trying to wrap it around. Puck underneath Adam Hall along the left wing. Minton and Hall. Horning throws a check. Evan Toth tries to clear. Doesn't get enough of it. Kept in by Stankoven. To the point. Schmeeman. Right side. Minton. Minton goes across. Stankoven is checked by Ostopchuk. And the puck is cleared. Couple of NHL second round picks from 2021. Left wing feed. Up ahead. Reese Belton. Dashing wide on Tom Cadu. Belt in a center. Picked away. And now here's Fabian Lysel on the counterattack. Lysel stops. Tries to spin away from a check. He's going to just play it wisely back into his own zone. And Damian Palmieri flips it up the middle. And deep into the Kamloops zone. Lysel goes off for a change. 30 seconds to go in the Kamloops power play. Engla. Right wing. Overskated it. And then he slashed Lees. But... No hand in the air. Cantaloupe's not really able to get a whole lot set up. So far, anyway. Time for one last rush here, perhaps. Levis. Left wing feed for Belton. Rimmed around the wall to the right wing side. And hard around the boards it goes. Left wing, Victor Pershon. To the boards, left wing side. Into the slot, Belton, wide open. Pershawn, a shot through a crowd, and Gursky, a nice save. He hangs on. 6-17, remaining in the second period, and I believe we're going to go to commercial break. Yes, we are. 2-1, Giants trail the Blazers on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Sandman Center. We are tail end-ish of the second period, 6-17 to play. A 2-1 lead for the Kamloops Blazers. Blazers now out shooting the Giants 25-21. At one point, it was 20-19 for Vancouver. So Kamloops sort of taking momentum back a little bit in this game, but Giants within one, and a shot through. Gursky, nice save. Rebound from Belton goes wide. Sador, hard rim. He cleared it on himself. Back go the Blazers to their own zone. A win tonight for the Vancouver Giants, and they finish sixth in the Western Conference. Cleared it to the right wing point, and they're going to call the... Giants on a high stick with 5.55 to go in period number two. You know, there's a couple times in, in this second period where you kind of get the feeling that both of these teams, you know, with, with the Giants obviously in the playoffs and Kamloops unquestionably that's decided a long time ago, uh, you kind of get the feeling that it is, they're playing like it's game 68. And, and, and you notice it, not so much in skill execution, but in intensity. The intensity just drops off a little bit. But boy, I'll tell you, when it picks up, you got to be careful. If this Kamloops team gets, you know, cranks it up a little bit, they can score in bunches and in a hurry. 
As such, now a turnover. Peyton Mount for the Giants. Centered it in front just out of the reach of Lipinski. As such by two goals in 20 seconds in that first period. Mm -hmm. That's the, the only blemishes tonight for the Giants defensively. And a Blazer team trying to break out of their zone. A pass up ahead. Seminoff. Good speed down the left wing. A pass across. Gets to Levis and a shot up high. Nice arm save by Gursky. Kept in at the right wing point by Caden Hamill. Shot through. That switched directions about three different times and went off Gursky's pad. And now shot back the other way. Adam Hall chasing after it. Icing called on the Giants. 5-0-1 to play. I think as important as anything for this hockey in this hockey game tonight for the Vancouver Giants is that they they must come out of here tonight with no question who's going to be between the pipes starting the playoffs. It can't be up, well, who do we start? If well, it's Vikman, if he's back, obviously. Sure. But Will Gursky's the guy, no question. And he's, he, he may, he's had a really good game tonight he, again. Exactly. He was really stellar last night. We talked about a first-star performance, and he's been as good tonight. And well, I'll have you know, Bill, the 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 Masters at the WHL have actually changed the website and actually awarded three real stars in the game in the building. The three twenty-year-olds got the stars, uh, but Will Gursky now officially the first star of the game last night. And I I'm I'm a fan of of kind of giving the twenty-year-olds their due as a chance and a goal for the Blazers. A failed clear for the Giants and Drew Englund in the left circle. Point blank, Pater, 3-1 Camloops. Had to do very little, did Englund, to make you know this play happen. He just got to say, okay, there's a loose puck. I'm going to go to it. It's going to end up on my stick and just like that. Now, Engblad's a guy they got from the Regina Pass, right? Trade deadline deal. Yeah. Okay, and I mean, how motivated is this guy to play in the playoffs, to play with a team like the Kamloops Blazers? There's no question his intensity level has been good tonight, but that was very, very easy. And again, turnover, so important. Once you have possession of the puck, you can't get it out. I think it was Don Hay one time that said, so many times goals are a result. At some point, you had possession, and you could get the puck out, but you couldn't. Ty Thorpe trying to wrap it around. Dylan Garan with a nice save on that counterpunch from the Giants. Well, that's a little more intense around that net. Ty Thorpe with the wraparound. He draws a crowd. Again, you know, Garan holds his post really well, holds his position along the side of the net, doesn't let anything get jammed in tight. Thorpe kept hacking at that puck, and when you do that, Obviously, you draw a crowd pretty quick. The Vancouver Giants with 4.03 to go here in the second period, trailing the Blazers now by a 3-1 score. Face-off win for Kamloops and a clear up the left wing. Now a pass forward, picked away. Kyle Bocek spins away, turned over, lost it. Kamloops now to the front of the net. Sador tried to get it close. Picked away by the Giants. Now Mount. Left wing, Bocek. Pass forward for him. He's going to beat out the icing. Bocek in after it. Good play behind the net for Julian Cole. Good feed to Mount. Left circle. Now to the point for Leslie. A high Sean and a glove save made by Grant. Who stops play? Haven't seen Roberts much this period, have you? 
Uh, I recall one shift in the in the early portion, but that's the the, the luxury bill of having seven defensemen, yeah. really eight defensemen in your lineup tonight. When you look at the four fencemen performance tonight of uh, of Alex Cotton. Who's on the ice right now is Cotton with Thorpe and Lees. Wasn't Botchek hounded down here in front of us by a Kamloops Blazer? They literally forced him to make a turnover. He's thinking, man, I don't see that kind of checking on me when I play at the level below this. In the Melville Millionaires of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, Matt's Lindgren fanned on the shot. That's blocked and goes wide. Cadoo clears it to the far corner. And trying to poke it free along the wall. Three giants, three blazers. All you can play. You throw a throw a fairly a king-sized blanket over top of those six players. Linesman loses sight of play. He blows it down. And I said this last night. It's those scrums. You know, when you want in in this case, it's the uh, it's the blazers. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about here. When you allow your defense to go up the ice and get involved offensively, and you know, when there's scrums like that, and if the puck comes out of a scrum the wrong way, and you're not in position defensively because you're drawn into the scrum in the offensive zone, I'm talking about a defenseman, it can result in, uh, in odd-numbered rushes and transition going the other way really quickly. And that's hurt Vancouver several times during the season. They, right from day one, Michael Dick wanted his defense to push up the ice. Get involved, but make sure you got support. Boy, it just hasn't always happened. Colton Roberts on the ice right now for a shift with Connor Horning. And cleared around the net from Horning, kept in by Schmeeman at the left point. Down low it goes for Semenoff. Semenoff in the corner, stick checked nicely by Ostomchuk. Puck poked forward. Ostomchuk then tripped up behind the play. Hall trying to get it in deep. He will. Lysel did well to anticipate it and kept it onside. Now he steals from Garan, but last-ditch effort check from Brandwood. And now a clear. Camazola up the middle. Peyton Mount, right wing feed across the line. Semenuk towards the goal. Save made by Dylan Garand, who hangs on. And you know what? That Roberts was in the corner to the right of Gursky. Who came in to help him defensively? The centerman. Who was that centerman who's got to do that job? Zach Ostopchuk. He goes in there. That's how reliable he recognized. Hey, we got a young kid in there. He needs help. I got to go and help check him. Where did the puck end up? Where it is right now, face off in the Kamloops zone. And keep in mind here, Bill, Zach Ostopchuk has not played center his entire WHL career. Much of the bubble, he was on the win. And has only really, you know, been forced to play center this year out of, well, one necessity, but two, I think he's really. Sort of established a real skill at the position. Well, you got to play. The puck comes to you early in the rush because you're so deep in your own zone where you got to be. You got to be there to help out. Turnover, and here's Verbicki. Centers. Good back check by the Giants. Kept in, though, at the line by Lingret. Now to the right for Pershawn to the slot. Sador tugged it down. And back the other direction, Mazden Leslie. He's had a good game tonight for the Giants, and we've said that a lot. And now there's a penalty in front of the bench. As Caden Bankier taken down. Delayed penalty upcoming here for the Giants with a minute 15 to play now here in the second. Pass up the middle, Stankoven dashing across. High shot, Gursky got the right shoulder on it. Kept in by Minton. Hard pass, Pershawn, right wing Stankoven. 
Centered in front for Englott. Giants got a piece, but they don't get possession. Left side, Stankoven. Back to the point. Schmeeman, a drive over the goal. Bankier settles it down right wing. Bankier decked into the wall by Cotton. Left wing corner, Stankoven finally loses it. Ty Thorpe going to grab it. And the Giants are going to go back to the penalty kill here with 45 seconds remaining. Yeah, obviously, not what you want. You're down two. Remember, they came very close to Vancouver. Did it tying it at two on a, a questionable goal that was reviewed. Was waved off, and shortly thereafter, Kamloops takes a 3-1 lead. How quickly that changed from a 2-2 game to a 3-1 deficit for the Blazers. Now, for all intents and purposes, even with 45.2 seconds left in this period, you know, a goal here that could certainly be a massive part of this hockey game. Right wing side, Fraser Minton, backdoor play, pass goes to the wall. Grabbed by the Giants, sent down the ice. And the Blazers will now move it. Oh, nearly stolen by Adam Hall. This is a must kill now for Vancouver. Up the middle, Minton, good speed. Left wing bank here. Drop pass, Schmeeman held in. Behind the net, Horning spins, doesn't clear it. Kept in by Schmeeman. Circle, holds, fires. Gursky, the arm save. He corralled the rebound and covers up. That save is strictly position, is strictly size by Gursky. Uh, he was in such a solid place to take this Kamloops Blazer shot. Moving in, he just gives nothing. And he gets the puck and he knows he's got to corral it. He's got to get the rebound, make sure it doesn't go anywhere. I can guarantee if you went down there and, and rode on the shoulder, of you will, of that shooter on that play and looked at the net, Dan, you would have seen nothing. You would have seen no place that you could put that puck. That is when goaltending's got the angles figured out perfectly. Off the draw, chance for Schmeeman. He doesn't pull the trigger in time. The period comes to an end. 3-1, Kamloops. They lead the Giants. The 40-minute mark has arrived. We'll take a break. Back with the second period scoring summary. And then we are doing a dive. We will tell you the current playoff reality for the Vancouver Giants through 40 minutes here tonight. 3-1, they trail the Kamloops Blazers. White spot Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 40 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Sandman Center. The Vancouver Giants in a 3-1 hole at the hands of the Kamloops Blazers through 40 minutes of play. The second period scoring summary, a presentation of Kintec Footwear and Orthotics. Kintec, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal tonight through 40 minutes of play. Kamloops with 30 the Giants with 25. Blazers are 0 for 2 on the power play so far here tonight. The Giants as well are 0 for 2. A 2-0 lead for the Vancouver, sorry, for the Kamloops Blazers after the first period. Goals 20 seconds apart from Logan Stankoven and Matthew Semenoff. 3.48 though into the second period, Bill. The Giants get on the board. Yeah, the puck's going to end up on Lipinski's stick in the face-off circle in to the right, if you will, of the Kamloops net. It's Lipinski's got it, and uh, 
you know, he kind of just turns. I, I honestly, I said at the time, I wouldn't be surprised if Mazden Leslie, I'm not so sure how vocal he is, but he's got to be s- screaming because he's going to move to the top of the slot. Got that? And Lipinski's just going to spin a little bit. And Leslie, with the presence of mind as a defenseman, confident in his shot, confident in the offensive zone, moves to the top of the circle. It's a short little pass, and it's a good one. And Leslie drives it at the net. It goes through Garan. Uh, didn't pick a corner, just kind of went right through the goaltender, so there must have been a little bit of a hole for the puck. 328, the most important, the all-important uh, one goal against Vancouver within one instead of staying 2 nothing at the time. Leslie's fifth, our play of the period. Here it is. Kamloops reverses, and the penalty is over. Turned over, and a shot from Seminuk save made Garand. Now to the stop for Leslie scores! Mastin Leslie took the pass, and he whacked it through the legs of Garand. He got some of it, not all of it. The Giants back within one early in the second. Play of the period for the Vancouver Giants. Mazden Leslie matching his goal total from a season ago, his fifth. A 2-1 game at that point. Giants thought they tied it, Bill, moments later. Sort of a weird play. Puck ending up sort of up in the air behind Dylan Garan. And it was either the stick of Justin Lees or Alex Cotton that was deemed a high stick before the puck deflected off the back of Dylan Garan and in the net. Uh, so the goal was disallowed, and a 2-1 game remained for Kamloops, and that would prove pivotal because at 15:33, Giants don't get it out of their zone. Drew Englot says thank you very much. You know, Drew Englot, we talked about it, big guy, I like his size, uh, acquired from Regina, and trade deadline, as you said, deal that You got primary scoring on a team. You got secondary scoring. We've always heard of that, but you also have tertiary scoring you got that third line of offense i think drew engblad fits that fits that uh, role perfectly for this team and you know the puck is in the corner of the rink to the right of the vancouver net and it's in the corner and also you look up and bankier's got it i don't know where it came from i'd have to look at it again a couple replays and bankier just you know it's by the way it's brandwood in the corner and bankier just kind of hands it to hands it to engblad and he's got what 15 feet of ice, and he have five paces to take his time and drill it past the goaltender. 3-1 Kamloops, 15-33 into that period. That's where we stand, but the Kamloops uh, Blazers are going to be on a minute and 15 second power play starting this third period. We will take a break. When we come back, we will tell you who the Giants would play in the playoffs if the out-of-town scoreboard stays the same. 3-1 Kamloops. They lead the Giants through 40 minutes. This is White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to Kamloops. The second intermission continues, and as promised, we look now at the current scoreboard which looks like this. The Vancouver Giants currently in sixth in the Western Conference standings. They trail 3-1 to the Kamloops Blazers. The Prince George Cougars currently seventh. They trail 2-0 to the Kelowna Rockets. 
The Spokane Chiefs have just got a goal from Reagan Wiles to take a 4-1 lead over the Victoria Royals. And we got to tell you, if you're, if you're Dan's telling you this, this is the last game of the season tonight, folks. There's no nothing after this. Go ahead. If the scores stay the same or if the results stay the same as they currently stand through 40 minutes, we would have a three-way tie with Prince George, Vancouver, and Spokane, each with 53 points. That's 7th, 8th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And 8th and is the last playoff spot. So when three teams are tied for the same playoff spot, the first tiebreaker victories. Well, Vancouver, Prince George, and Spokane would all have 24 wins. So we go to the second tiebreaker, which in the event that it's three teams tied, Bill, the second tiebreaker is goal differential. Coming into today, Prince George at minus 61. They're now at minus 63. The Giants came into today at minus 66. They are now at minus 68. The Spokane Chiefs come into the day minus 103. They are now minus 101. So simply put, if it stays like this, the Cougars finish sixth, the Giants finish seventh, the Spokane Chiefs are eighth, the Victoria Royals get nothing. And the Tri-City Americans obviously get nothing. So what does that mean? That means that this third period between the Vancouver Giants and the Kamloops Blazers automatically now, in reality, becomes a very likely first-round playoff possibility. Now, so much can change. This is the Western Hockey League. As we know, the Royals are at home. The Cougars on the road. Um... Nothing, <laughs> the third period of all three of these games is going to be some must-watch stuff. But right now, the only way this really changes for the moment for the Vancouver Giants is if they win this game. If they come back and win, Bill, a win tonight for the Giants and they finish sixth, they play Portland in round one. If they don't, you open it up to a... Again, we, we, we actually did the math. 13 different possibilities as far as results and scores to determine who the Giants play in the first round of the playoffs. So if everything stays as it is right now in terms of game, the teams leading winning, round one matchup for Vancouver would be the Kamloops Blazers. Starting Friday and Saturday. Back in Kamloops. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, in at the LEC. The only way, uh, and we experienced this a number of times with Shaw when we did round one, uh, or round, doesn't matter, round one, round two, round, the, the, the series opener in any series is always Friday, Saturday yes. uh, at, at the team in the higher standings. And the only time that that doesn't happen where it goes Friday, Sunday, is if the team has an NHL team in their building. Or a concert and, or a, you know, something like that. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I think 
I think teams are pretty careful not to schedule yeah. that stuff that particular weekend. So Saturday night could not be a case, or Friday for that matter, if, uh, say, uh, the Calgary uh, Flames were playing or the sure. Edmonton Oilers. But I don't think, they, did the Hitmen make the playoffs? The Hitmen are still alive, or at least they were. The East, do you want to talk about how kooky the West is, Bill? The East is not much easier, though today with the Prince Albert Raiders winning handsomely at home over Brandon, the Prince Albert Raiders now have clinched the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. The Calgary Hitmen are mathematically eliminated. Their game tomorrow means absolutely nothing. And, wow. and likewise for the Regina Pats, wouldn't have mattered for them anyway as they lost today to Winnipeg. So the East is set. The East will be Winnipeg, Prince Albert, Edmonton, Lethbridge, Red Deer, Brandon, Moose Jaw, Saskatoon. In the West, the only series we know for certain is the 4-5, Seattle hosting yeah. Kelowna. Every other Western Conference matchup will probably know in about 30 minutes or so from now. And folks, how kooky this really all is, how, and we saw this a long time ago, to be honest with you, is how the entire Western Conference was a two division, two sets of separate teams, one to five and six to 10. The point being, the difference in points going into tonight's game between the Kelowna Rockets in fifth and the Vancouver Giants in sixth is a whopping points. 35 points. Never seen that before. And counting, depending on what happens tonight from Kelowna. We'll take a break. Let's see what the third period brings. Is this a potential first-round playoff matchup? We'll find out shortly on Sportsnet 650. Time for the third period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Third period underway here from Kamloops. The Blazers currently lead the Giants by a 3-1 score. And the Giants killing a penalty for another 55 seconds. Here's Logan Stankovic, left wing Minton, left wing Bankier. Rimmed around the net to the right wing side, Semenov. That's Semenov to the outside, behind the goal. Right wing. And shielding the puck is Semenov to the point. Left wing feed, Minton to the point. Schmeeman scores! A bomb from Quinn Schmeeman and a 4-1 lead for the Blazers. You had one opportunity, I thought, to get that puck out, and that was when it was in the far corner to the left of Gursky, but they didn't. And what really what is impressive is how the Blazers patiently, patiently move this puck around. But you can do it if you're really not challenged at any point of attack. And you've got, you know, a team that's a little bit flat-footed, killing the penalty, back on their heels a bit, then you can just move it around, like I said, easier. You get it back to Schmeeman, and, uh, you know, a, a, a wonderfully offensive year for the for the big guy. I, I, I think he's a he, he's enjoying exactly the kind of year you'd like a, a you know, a 25-year, or, or sorry, a, a veteran hockey player to have. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, there's a lot of stuff that Schmeeman's had to do for this team 
especially when Marco Stasha never came back from the World Juniors. But Schmiemann, a 20-year-old, the Tampa Bay draft, uh, yeah, he, he's been good. What a shot. Ne- never signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning after being drafted. But you look at a guy like Quinn Schmiemann, Bill, we've talked so much about 20-year-olds, you and I leading into the playoffs. Is Quinn Schmiemann a guy that you look at and think, hey, there's a team out there in the pros that could use a Quinn Schmiemann? I certainly think so. Left wing, Semenov in front, Minton in close. Blocker save made by Gursky. Lingrich shot through wide. Stankoven and Minton getting the assist. Shot on goal and a pad save made by the Giants. And now behind the goal. Kept in, right wing side. Stankoven trying to weave his way through. And now left wing, Bankier going to bring it back. Wide on Kadu. Bankier gets by, cutting to the backhand. Nice save, Gursky. And to the point it goes. Brandwood to the right wing corner. Bankier trying to center that, hit the outside of the net. And now Ostomchuk is away. Lysel cutting through. A shot short side, rebound. Nice save by Garand as he follows up. Takes one away from Ostomchuk. Yeah, great speed, huh, Lysel? You know, you got, you got to get him the puck when he's moving. And, and that's what good passing teams do. Again, a save at one end. And it's important at this time, I think, that Vancouver doesn't hang Gursky out to dry. In other words, make sure now that you insulate, that you play. Kamloops have scored four goals. Leave it at that. Try to get something back. But don't make it a bad third-period experience for the goaltender that, in all likelihood, if Vikeman can't go, is going to be back in the net next Friday night. So, Bill, after all of that chatter in the second intermission, no. Chris Wall no. has thrown a wrinkle. Well, I'll tell you what. When he does, it's, it's, for, it's for real. What happened? We will wait for a stoppage, and I will bring you into the loop on the latest as they shot through in an arm save and a glove save made by Will Gursky. Shoot. I am told, and I quote, the goal differential exists only to put the Prince George Cougars into sixth. The tie between Vancouver and Spokane would then be settled by season series. Spokane, six points. Giants, two points in the season series. Spokane would be seventh. The Giants would be eighth. Shot on goal, stopped by Will Gursky. Thank you, Chris. We gotta stay on top of that. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks, I've been working beside this guy for a long time now, and you cannot believe how well he can call a game and text at the same time. <laughs> like, that is impressive to watch, believe me. Well, and I, I and you know what? And I kind of gotta know went to take it a little longer because you're not quite finished texting. Well, and and, and to, let, let's be very clear, the, the only real reason for the, <laughs> yeah. for the texting right now is trying to figure this whole thing out as we go. Oh, yeah, he's not ordering a pizza, folks, after the game. <laughs> this isn't to a friend somewhere back in Vancouver and certainly not to his wife. No, no, this is serious texting. 
As the Giants hold a puck in, Justin Lees to the left wing side. Ty Thorpe behind the goal, lost it. Justin Lees sends it to the right wing point. Connor Horning around the goal, trying to center it. Goes to the left. And now Thorpe to the slot for Horning. And out to center we go. Just when you think it might be Vancouver Kamloops. Puck goes in behind. 4-1 Spokane leading Victoria. Gloved down by Dylan Garand. He hangs on. 4-1 Spokane leads Victoria. 2-0 Kelowna leads Prince George. 4-1 Kelowna, or sorry, Kamloops leading Vancouver. If there's a three-way tie for 53 points, the Cougars get sixth on goal differential. Spokane gets seventh because of season series. Giants get eighth place and the Everett Silvertips. Well, you know, uh, we've, we've seen some wonderful games between those two teams this year. Including a spirited win for the Vancouver Giants at home against Everett back on the 18th of March. And again, that 6-5 win in Everett. Oh, how could you forget that on their teddy bear toss? On their teddy bear toss, uh, I'm telling you. And and the, the status of Olin Zellweger uncertain after a collision with Samuel Kanashko. The travel bill for that series, you couldn't get any easier for, or any closer for the Vancouver Giants. Something tells me we're, we're not completely out of the woods on this scenario yet, but it's... Certainly looking good right now for Kamloops as they lead 4-1. Left wing side. And along the left wing side. <laughs> so you'll get a kick out of this now, Bill. No, it's, a, it's an update. <laughs> Spoke has it. Well, so if score holds, well, that's you. If the, if the score holds, it would be... Giants in eighth. And of course, my wife then sends a text saying, what did Bill just say about me? <laughs> yeah, tell her that. Text her saying, well, she's listening. Obviously, the wonderful job that your husband does in calling the game and staying on top of everything happening in the Western Hockey League. And not only that, he, he knows what's going on standings-wise in the Eastern Conference. Doing all that texting, Lauren, none of them to you. <laughs> and then when I get home at about 12.30 last night, she's fast asleep, and I'm going through the scenarios <laughs> out loud with her. <laughs> oh, what an interesting time crazy of Crazy season. It is. Crazy, and crazy, and it just gets crazier. Matt Seminoff for Kamloops. High shot. That's going to go into the netting and out of play with 14-28 remaining in the third period of play. All right. Your opinion to this point on the Cotton playing right wing situation. I was going to ask you this question. Uh, I would give it a passing grade. Yeah, it's not hurting. Nope. Um, you know, I, I think there's been a bit of uncertainty when he's got the puck on the rush. And, and that, I think, is certainly to be understood. Um, as he's there on the right wing right now is the second guy in now, the third guy high on the forecheck. But when it comes to tracking a puck through the neutral zone there, it doesn't look at all out of place. But now it's the Blazers and a high shot and an arm save made by Will Gursky. 
Shot through from Lindgren. That's blocked, and the puck goes to the corner. Behind the goal, Connor Horning. Left wing, Lees. Through, Belton picks it off. Right side, a shot. Whistles wide. Lindgren. Left wing. And to the right, the Vancouver Giants reverse behind their own goal. Up the left wing, Colton Roberts made a move. Got the puck safely to center. Alex Cotton waiting for his mates to change. And to the left wing side we go. Englot in the middle. Bank here. Wide taken down by Palmieri. Puck is in the near corner of the Giants zone. And now here come the Giants, three on two. Ostomchuk to Hall. Crossing in, has the trailer. Camazola shot and a nice blocker save made by Dylan Garan. As Camazola showing some good speed and took that pass and let it go. That was uh, that certainly was good release. Uh, that might have been one of Garan's more impressive saves. That, that was wonderful puck movement. Well, stop shift to Hall to Camazola. Kept in by the Giants along the right wing. Peyton Mount is knocked off the puck. Schmeeman, who has a goal here early in the third to extend the Kamloops lead. Right wing. Now a pass forward down the right wing. Right wing corner, and around the boards it goes. Left wing side, Semenov. Freed to the left wing. Now to the point for Lindgren. Lindgren, left circle. His drive up high off the crossbar, and it stayed out. It deflected out of play. So fluid, so agile. I've, I've said it before, and it looks like we're going to break, but, man, from here, and we can hear what's going on the ice pretty well. You hardly ever hear the puck bounce off the stick of Lindgren. He handles it with such soft hands. 4-1, Kamloops leading the Vancouver Giants, Sportsnet 650. Out of the right wing side of the Giants goaltender. And a face-off win and a clear for the Giants. And out to center we go. <laughs> I cannot recall a game, Bill, where more text messages and back and forth and a puck centered. Stankoven falls. Rebound, Gursky, an arm save. And a terrific one at that as Tom Cadu slow to get up behind the Giants goal. Wow, he's crawled about 20 feet there, and he still can't get up. Oh, that does not look great for Tom Cadu. They're waving Mike Bernstein onto the ice. Ooh, stay down, Tom. As that was a collision. Was that with Stan Coven? Not sure if they're going to show a replay or not, but right now Tom Cadu appears unable to put any pressure on... One of his knees, here's the replay behind the net. Englot, clean hit, no head contact. And then Cadu just goes down behind the net. And so maybe, we didn't get a look at the, the lower half of his body there, Bill, but it just appears as though. And now he's being helped up is Cadu. He's not putting much of any pressure on that left leg. Well, it was interesting. It, it, it looked. It was. It, you're right. It was a, a clean upper body hit. I don't know. He obviously caught his legs in a compromising position down below. It hit the, uh, you know, hit the back wall. 
The Kelowna Rockets have now extended their lead to 3-0. 3-0 Kelowna, 4-1 Spokane, 4-1 Kamloops. Now, because I think the Victoria Royals bill did their awards ceremony before their game tonight, the Spokane game will be the last one to end. We might know that result by the time our post-game show is, is winding down. Fight, Camazola and Englot. Camazola goes in, Englot stands up, lands a couple of rights, and these two are really swinging them, and Englot with a quick takedown. Drew Englot and Nico Camazola. Camazola's okay. He's going to get a couple taps on the pads. But Drew Englot's uh, not a guy to be messed with for the Kamloops Blazers. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons they, they got him from Regina. They wanted some size. They wanted some, you know, hopefully secondary scoring. He's He's got a goal here tonight. and I mean, there's a lot of bound, you know, Fists that land on helmets, but Eng Englot, a big guy, Camazola goes down. But that's all the result of the big hit that Eng Englot put on, you know, Cadu and Camazola. I don't know if, you know, if it's been most of his uh, defensive partner. No, it's actually Horning and Cadu that have played together mostly tonight. But he steps up and answers the bell. Update from our dear friend Chris Wall. If these results hold... And Victoria loses in regulation. Vancouver finishes eighth. If Victoria forces overtime and loses, Vancouver will finish seventh. And what's the score now, Victoria? That, game? that Victoria game right now is 4-1 for Spokane. Uh, it's, it's over. Third period is underway. Stan Coven down the right wing, cuts to the slot, shot deflects wide. Collision along the boards and now to the middle. Lees. Crossing in to the right wing side. Cotton, puck centered. Couple Blazers collide, kept in by the Giants. Thorpe, right wing for Cotton. Cotton behind the net, curls around. Has a man open at the point, Horning. Goes back to Cotton. There's that shot through, but it was blocked by Kamloops. And now Caden Hamill will give chase, and that will go for icing. You know, I like the experiment. I, I really do. Uh, it, it will certainly take some time, but all of a sudden you get that chemistry. And I'm talking about Lee's Thorpe and, you know, in a line with Cotton. But the key there is two guys like Lee's, like Thorpe, you know, they, they like traffic. They, they, they don't mind playing in scrums. And, you know, they can create loose pucks. And that puck on that line, if you want to be successful with Alex Cotton on that line, it's got to end up at some point in, in the offensive zone on his stick. I don't care where it happens to be because he will find the right spots. That was a good, you called the release there. It was blocked, but that was one of the few times he really got, you know, got a good release on the puck on the shot. You can see the stick flex from here on that release from Cotton. He can sure shoot the puck. And he's he looks like a different skater out here playing forward. When you see him get a chance to, to skate a little more north-south in a straight line, exactly. that maybe a little more of the weaving that you do when you're yep. you know, skating the puck as a defenseman. He, yeah, he, exactly. He can fill lanes as a forward, and yeah, he, he's that's the ability that he has to to, to motor. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. Nasdaq Leslie from the right wing point into the corner, behind the net it goes. 
Oh, Stomchuk centered in front for Hall. It hit his stick. Leslie tries a shot. That was blocked by Minton. And up the right wing side, the Giants go back to their own zone. Halfway through this third period, 9.45 to play. 4-1 Kamloops. They lead the game. It is 3-1 Kelowna with a buck 35 to go in that game. 4-1 Spokane early third period in Victoria. As things stand right now, the Vancouver Giants will have a date with the Everett Silvertips in the first round unless things change. Turnover, Belton in close, centered for Verbicki. They don't get a shot away. A little too easy, though, for the, Colon or for the Kamloops Blazers in front of the Giants' goal. And now behind the net along the left wing side. Lipinski, right wing, trying to slice through. Big hit from Lindgren. Down goes Lipinski. Left wing. The Blazers in on the forecheck. McPherson Ridgewell tries the shot. That's going to go up high and to the right wing. Loose along the left wing side. Knocked down. Brandwood sends it in behind for Finney. Finney along the left wing. And now to the point. Shot through from Hamill. That's going to go wide and around. Knocked down by the Giants. Roberts at their own line of pass in the through the feet of Thorpe. He's got to pick that up. Yeah. That was a good backhand pass by Roberts. I am very, very impressed with that youngster. Icing is called on the Vancouver Giants with 8.06 to go. By the way, going back to the teams battling for that playoff spot, I like what John Keane said on our pregame show. It would look like Spokane Chiefs were the only team actually playing their way into the playoffs. They were 4-6 and six in their last, last 10. Victoria was 6-4, and four, so that was up for grabs. Victoria was playing well, too. The Cougars were 4-4-2. Four, four and two. And if you, if you take a look at the streaks, the last streaks, Vancouver 0-1, talking about playoff games, 0-1-1. Victoria 1-0. PG 2-0-0. Spokane was 0-2. So it looked like the, the Cougars probably had the most momentum going into the weekend. <laughs> and... What could end up being a Portland to Prince George first round series, a wraparound chance for Kelowna and a save made. Bill, I lived a Portland Prince George series. You can't get further away geographically in the Western Conference than that matchup. What's that bus trip worth? Without borders, 15 hours. Then you've got traffic, then you've got border. And then in the winter, you've also got weather. You can have it. <laughs> oh, face-off controlled by the Blazers and a shot from Stankoven steered away by Gursky. Second night in a row now. Now as Cole makes a play to try and cut through. Nice defensive play by Lindgren to knock the puck off his stick. 40 shots now for Kamloops. Back-to-back -back nights where the opponent has registered 40 or more against the Giants. Well, remember they, the, the win last night against uh, Prince George, the Kamloops Blazers fired 45 shots against the, uh, the Cougars. He, you know, that was, that was massive. 
differential there too. 45-30. First star of that game was Ty Young, the goaltender for the Cougars. And again, like I said, that had to be one of the keys for me was that, you know, Gursky comes up big. And by the way, for him, last night facing 43 shots against Kelowna, tonight facing 40 shots, he's getting a workout. And honestly, the, the key here, Dan, is that the Vancouver Giant coaching staff, after two games now, are getting a good read on where exactly Will Gursky is. And he, to me, if Vikeman can't open the, the season next or the playoffs next weekend, it's got to be Gursky. And I'll tell you, I got a lot of confidence in him. Quick shot from Adam Hall on a blocker save made by Garand. It's a Giants power play right now as Lindgren is in the box for Kamloops. Third power play of the night for Vancouver. Lysel made a move. Right circle. Carries in. Drag move. That will deflect to the corner. Lysel to the point. Cotton. Cotton kicks left for Hall to the point. Point blank. Lysel. Oh, my. What a stop by Garand. And now a failed clear goes off a of blazer. They clear on the second effort. Wow. Did he come out of the net to fight off that shot? Wow, that was impressive. On by Lysel. Left wing side, cleared by the Blazers, and down the ice it goes. Six minutes to play here in the third period. 4-1 for the Kamloops Blazers. The Kelowna game is now a final. A final 3-1 score. So the Prince George Cougars are going to max out with 53 points. Now to the left. A pass forward. Leslie. Crossing in. Nice drop pass. Justin Lees. He'll drop it now for Horning. A shot. Garand the save. Rebound of Stopchuk. Whacking at it. It goes to the corner. Leslie. Horning. One Back. time. One timer. Garand the save. Rebound score. Zacho Stopchuk keeps on scoring his 26th of the season, a power play goal. 5.16 to go, third period, 4-2 game. Yeah, that looked like a power play. That looked like good puck movement. You knew that if you could get that shot from the point onto the net, you're going to have somebody in rebound position. The sh short little feed to the top of the faceoff circle. And by the way, that's the third shot in a row that Garan has really, I'm not saying had trouble with, he's really had to fight it off. And he couldn't that one. He, he's made the save on the on the shot, the third, where it really it was coming at him at a lot of speed, a lot of height, fell down, a stop chuck, made no uh, mistake on jamming the rebound. And I couldn't agree with you more. Boy, as he turned into a goal. I said that on the pregame show, didn't we? Or no, a dream between periods when we talked about his, his MVP award. 26 now on the season for a stop chuck. That's going to be a two-point game, Bill, for Mazden Leslie as he gets an assist to combat his goal from the second period. Those are all positive. Definitely positive moving into the playoffs. I don't think the result of the game, uh, other than the fact that it would have assured Vancouver a playoff spot, but other circumstances have made that, you know, moot. I, I think they got the goaltending performance. Uh-oh. Caden Bank here scores. You're not going to make that save. Evan Toth lost it in front. Bankier stole it and converts. 
5-2. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. You know, you lose the puck, and you lose the puck in that position where somebody knocks it off your stick. I mean, it's such a turnover, the camera work was unable to even keep up with it. It was so expected that that puck was going to be cleared out of the zone, and Gursky comes out a long way, and credit bank you for a real nice shot. Real good release up over the glove into the net. 5-2 Blazers. Kind of a classic case, Bill, of it's not necessarily even the Blazers beating you, it's you beating yourself a little bit as Stankoven steals, now drops, picked away, and now up ahead, the pass goes. Lees trying to settle it down, trying to go wide on the Blazer defender. Harrison Brunick out for a rare shift for Kamloops as he plays his second WHL game uh, here tonight in Kamloops. Four minutes to play in the third. 5-2 Kamloops as the Blazers, with their win tonight, assuming they hold on, are going to finish second in the Western Conference. Play is called for the offside, and we will take a commercial break. 5-2 Kamloops. They lead the Giants, White Spot Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to Kamloops, 3.50 to play. 41-37 are the shots, 5-2 the score. Victoria has scored to make it 4-2. The Giants in a 5-2 hole. Bring it in and a high shot from Thorpe goes wide. Grabbed by Cotton at the line. And now a steal for Kamloops. And now down the right wing side, a pass centered. Hamill walks in alone. Gursky point blank makes the save. Now a pass could have been a break for Lees. It didn't connect. And so now the Giants will get regrouped. Behind the net. Slowly behind is Connor Horning. Time ticking away here in the third period. 3.05 to go along the left wing. Long pass forward for Bocek. Chipped in. Behind the net. And trying to dig the puck free along the right wing. Stankoven turned over. Bocek trying to spin and got his stick lifted by Englot. And the Blazers up the right wing will get it to center. Caden Bankier dashing wide. He's got room, a drop pass. Stankoven fires, arm saved by Gursky. As the Blazers now at 43 shots. Giants with 37 of their own. Mazden Leslie skates the puck forward. He's going to glide to the outside and he'll dump it deep. Victor Pershon behind the net will grab it. And now forward, up ahead we go. Room for Semenov, too much room, high shot, wide. Kept in by Lindgren. And Palmieri can't find it. Behind the net, Minton goes crashing into the boards. And behind the net, the Vancouver Giants finally free it to the right wing for Fabian Lysel. He's checked along the wall is Lysel. Behind the goal. And back to the point. Held in along the right wing side. Left wing, Lindgren shot and a stick save made. 
And now behind the net and up the left wing side. Puck is shot in. 1.20 to play here in the third period. Now along the left wing. Lysel. He'll make a move to the outside. Knocked down. And now Thorpe. Right wing side for Horning. A shot and a glove save made. And a right wing clear. Now forward. Schmiemann. Left wing. Hamill. Tries to go back door. No one there. McPherson Ridgewell to the point for Finney. Shot Gursky the save. Rebound cleared away by Mazden Leslie. Lysel. Forward. Wants to carry it across. He's still got it. Made a move to the outside on Hamill. Drew a penalty. And now to the right. Leslie coughed it up. Won't matter. Stan Coven touches up. And the Giants will end this game on a power play with 29.6 seconds to go. Quick wrap. It looks like with this loss here tonight, Vancouver will finish with a record of 16 wins, 28 losses, four overtime losses in the BC division versus the BC division. Here's some news versus the U.S. division this year. The Vancouver Giants are 8 11 one and oh and it looks like a u.s division team obviously with everett but it's been all that play against the bc division and 48 games played 16 Shot. wins save made from dylan garand off alex cotton as with 850 to go in the third period in victoria it is spokane four victoria two sorry how much time left 850 and if that game ends in regulation for Spokane, the Giants will finish eighth, according to the WHL office. Victoria comes back and forces overtime in that game. I don't want to even know. I don't even want to fathom that right now as the season winds down, the regular season that is for the Giants. Fabian Lysel checked off the puck. Belton going to backhand it to center, and that'll do it. Well, it wonderful round of applause for these Kamloops Blazers as they finish the season with 48 wins, 17 losses, 24 wins on home ice stand, 24 wins on the road. That is pretty balanced scoring if you ask me. Pretty balanced play and you know congratulations to the coaching staff of this Kamloops Blazer team. Wonderful job that Sean Cluston has done, and you hear the Blazers saluting this crowd. You wonder how this crowd will build up in this building starting playoffs next weekend. They will have home ice. In, Good performance. In round one and two, Bill, if they get there because of this win for the Kamloops Blazers. 5-2 uh, the final score, but the uh, this game and this playoff push for the Vancouver Giants is anything but official. Post-game show is coming up next on Sportsnet 650. Now time to break down the game. This is the Vancouver Giants post-game show on your home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Here's Dan O'Connor. 
Welcome back to the Sandman Center. The post-game show begins here on Sportsnet 650. And the Vancouver Giants tonight falling 5-2 to the Kamloops Blazers. The Giants end their regular season with a record of 24-39-5-0. They finish their road record with a record of 14-19-1-0. Kamloops with the win. They improve to 48-17-3-0. The Blazers get their 10th win of the season against the Vancouver Giants. Let's get to the scoring summary for tonight's game, a presentation of BMO, Bank of Montreal. And the scoring summary looks like this. Shots on goal tonight. Kamloops with 44. The Giants, 39. 44 shots from the Blazers, 39 shots for the Vancouver Giants. Two goals coming in the first period, 20 seconds apart. Logan Stankoven, 15-51. Uh, opens the scoring for the Kamloops Blazers off a uh, feed from behind the net from Drew Englot. Englot, 15-51, the assist on Stankoven's 1-0 goal for Kamloops. Then 20 seconds later, off the rush, Matthew Semenoff scores his 26th. Fraser Minton and Connor Levis both getting the assists at 16-11. That made it 2-0 for Kamloops. That is how the first period would end. Then 3.48, second period, we get to our play of the game for the Vancouver Giants, and it's off the stick of the rookie defenseman, Mazden Leslie. His fifth goal of the season, the play of the game for the Vancouver Giants, and it sounded like this. Kamloops reverses, and the penalty is over, turned over, and a shot from Semenuk save made Garand. Now to the spot for Leslie scores! Mazden Leslie took the pass, and he whacked it through the legs of Garand. He got some of it, not all of it. The Giants back within one early in the second. The Vancouver Giants uh, get the 2-1 goal, and at that point, the score 2-1, Giants inching closer, uh, had a goal disallowed a few moments later. But a 2-1 score was as close as the Giants would get. Drew Englot uh, would make it a 3-1 game at 15-33 for the Kamloops Blazers. Englot, he gets his 14th goal. The assist to Bankier and to Brandwood at 15-33. A 3-1 lead at that point for the Kamloops Blazers. We go to the third period. Early in the third, Quinn Schmeeman, 42 seconds in on a power play. He strikes 14th of the season. Schmeeman from Minton and Stankoven, 42 seconds in. A 4-1 lead at that point for Kamloops. 14-44, a power play for the giant. Zach Ostopchuk scores on a Connor Horning rebound. Rebound. Horning and Mazden Leslie draw the assists on Ostomchuk's team leading 26th goal. Ostomchuk from Horning and Mazden Leslie at 14:44, a 4-2 lead for the Blazers. Caden Bankier adding an unassisted goal for his 21st at 15:28. That would round out the scoring tonight for the Kamloops Blazers, who win the game 5-2. The Giants tonight finish one for four on the power play. The Kamloops Blazers go one for two. We'll take another break. We'll come back with more post-game reaction from Kamloops. We'll chat with Keith McCambridge. We'll get to the three stars and plenty more still to come. The post-game show on Sportsnet 650.
More of the Vancouver Giants postgame show with Dan O'Connor on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Sandman Center as the postgame show continues here on Sportsnet 650. The Vancouver Giants falling tonight by a 5-2 score uh, at the hands of the Kamloops Blazers. The regular season is over for the Vancouver Giants, and now the waiting game begins as we wait and see what happens at the end of the Spokane Chiefs and the Victoria Royals game. Uh, we've got Giants associate coach Keith McCambridge with us, and uh, coach, this uh, we, I know the, the voice is a little tender for you, so I promise we won't keep you very long, and we'll try and keep the talking at a minimum for you. But um, first, just a... Uh, a general reaction from you on the uh, the results tonight and um, I, I guess just what you sort of saw from the 60-minute effort tonight from the uh, the Vancouver Giants. Well, I thought our, our second and third periods were real strong. Uh, not the first period that we wanted to coming off the uh, off the bus, but like the way we were able to find some energy, find our legs, and uh, and be better in the second and third. And I apologize for my, my voice. There was too many bad changes there last night <laughs> off the rush that I... Uh, that I had to yell about, but uh, but liked our second and third, and and and, and just happy that we're in the playoffs. Obviously, it, it's a whole new season. We get our foot in the door. Uh, it's what you work for to have that excitement, those uh, the game to game challenges of uh, of all or nothing here. So. I'm happy to get our foot in the door and uh, excited to get started here, depending on, uh, again, as it plays itself out, who we're going to play here. Yeah, and, and I mean, and just we've, we've sort of been doing our best, Keith, in the third period to sort of keep the, the listener in the loop with, with sort of what we can expect. And, uh, you know, again, we <laughs> trying to pull up the feed, trying to figure this all out. But right now with... Uh, with only 27 seconds left in the third period and a Spokane lead of 4-2, to two, it looks like it's 27 seconds away for the Vancouver Giants in a first-round series matchup with the Everett Silvertips. Um, you know, the clarification that we got from the league earlier in the day has since changed with a three-way tie, 53 points for Prince George, 53 points for the Giants, 53 points for Spokane. Prince George gets sixth because of the goal differential but then the 7th versus 8th comes down to season series and the record between the two teams, Spokane gets 7th, the Giants get 8th. However, what that means is you get an Everett team that you were 2-2 two and two against in the regular season. Just a reaction from you initially on what that matchup could potentially look like since we don't yet know for 100% certainty. Well, what I've learned over the years is... is uh, Playoffs can change game to game, shift to shift. There's injuries that take place. There's momentum swings. Uh, and again, uh, if we take care of the way we need to play, uh, we have a week to adjust, a week to work on practice and get ourselves focused on strengths and weaknesses where we feel we can exploit the opposition. But playoffs is a whole new season, as I said earlier, and, uh, and the momentum swings change quickly. You just got to make sure that you're on the right side of them. It's intriguing, Keith, for the travel standpoint, just, you know, the hour down the highway. Um, you know, a, a familiar trip for the Vancouver Giants and uh, I think a few things that could potentially work in your favor. Um, but, I mean, just, I guess, from a bigger picture standpoint, um, you know, getting this team ready and, and dialed in for the playoffs based on, on how the regular season ended, just speak to the excitement about getting onto the ice for practice and getting a chance to begin the preparation and, uh, and the opportunity that sort of awaits your team. 
Yeah, when we look at the last couple of games, our, our goaltending's been better. Uh, Will's had two relatively strong back-to-back games, so that's obviously a positive. Uh, we like some of the strides our young guys are making here. Again, Mazden Leslie, nice game tonight. He's been real consistent and strong. Uh, Colton Roberts, uh, I like what he brings. Whether he'll be in the lineup or not for playoffs, we'll see, but uh, there's lots of uh, upside to the way he's playing. Ethan Seminock, more minutes tonight and last night, so it's nice to see him show some of the, uh, the upside to his game. Uh, but the week of practice is important. Again, it's managing uh, our fatigue, making sure we have enough uh, gas in the tank and making sure we're peaking towards the end of the week when we're going to play that game one, get our fundamentals down, get our structure how we need to play, uh, but then keep the momentum up and keep the, the energy level where it needs to be going into game one here. We're going to leave it there, Coach. I appreciate your time. I've been there uh, with yeah. the voice, and uh, it's, it's not easy to do. Appreciate your insight. Uh, go rest up, and we will see you downstairs. That is Keith McCambridge, the associate coach of the Vancouver Giants here on the postgame show, and we keep hitting refresh, um, and it looks to me like it is uh, an inevitability here now with just 12 seconds left in the third period that the Spokane Chiefs are going to win their game against the Victoria Royals on the road, and what that means for the Vancouver Giants, to the best of our understanding, is that it will be the Spokane Chiefs in 7th, the Cougars in 6th, and the Vancouver Giants in 8th place to start their playoff series this weekend against the Western Conference Banner Champions in the regular season, the Everett Silvertips. Um, the three stars in the building tonight, a presentation of BMO, Bank of Montreal, and the third stars, uh, the three stars were given to the three 20-year-olds for the Kamloops Blazers tonight, and that is just sort of a, a tradition and a formality that we've become used to here in the WHL in recent years. So um, to Victor Pershon, to... Um, well, actually, interestingly, because they only had the two 20-year-olds in uniform tonight, did the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, they gave Drew Englot the third star tonight, and fair enough, he had the Gordie Howe hat-trick. Victor Pershon, the second star. Quinn Schmeeman, the first star in a 5-2 win for the Kamloops Blazers. The three stars, a presentation of BMO Bank of Montreal. Uh, the Spokane Chiefs and the Victoria Royals winding down in their game, just waiting to see the final posted for that game but um, the Vancouver Giants in all likelihood going to be starting a playoff series with the Everett Silvertips this coming weekend uh, for that we will now end the broadcast we have a bus to catch and we will uh, we will get to you the playoff details as they come uh, schedules will be announced a little later on tonight plenty of more reaction still to come uh, from the WHL and the playoffs. But uh, tonight, the Vancouver Giants fall 5-2 to the Kamloops Blazers. Big thank you to Justin Morissette for opping the game and producing the game tonight back in Vancouver. The intermission help tonight with Bill Wilms. The, obviously, the pregame help with Michael Dick and John Keane. To each and every one of you for making the Vancouver Giants and the WHL a part of your Western Hockey League evening. We certainly do appreciate it. We will see you and we will talk to you next week as the WHL playoffs begin. This has been a presentation and right on cue, the game is over. We can confirm with a 4-2 Spokane victory. It'll be the Giants and the Everett Silvertips in round one of the playoffs beginning on Friday. I'm Dan O'Connor. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and do so safely. Happy Easter. Uh, this has been a presentation of White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650.